We're back. We're back. It's a distraction. I'm Drew. That's Roth. How are you doing, Roth? I'm good, dude. How are you? We have a very, very special episode this week. We have uh, the one-year anniversary of Defector to celebrate. We're having every Defector staffer on the show this week, all in one blast. That's exciting uh, for me uh, because I know all these people and it's enjoy talking Defector to them. from Concentrate. So let's get on with the party and get started. Let's go. Okay. We're back. Oh, We're back. You have to warn me when you're going to do that, man. Happy birthday to us. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, my God. I fucking hate that song. It's a defective birthday Twitch stream and podcast. With me is David Roth. I'm Roth. I'm doing all right, man. I like that you can really <laughs> I didn't lean. I did say how you doing, but you do. Yeah. That was the next question. I know. I figured. Oh, what, what did you say instead? You just said my name? I just said, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm all right. Or, I, you know what? I even say, I just said, I don't even know what I said. I said, hey, David Roth, you're sexy. Dude. Terrific. Well, when, do, when does the stream start? Because I want to make sure we don't screw up the beginning of it and in a way that's weird. Roth is here. Our editor-in-chief, Tom Lay, is also here. Hey, Tom. Hi. Hi. And Barry Pacheski, deputy editor. Gentlemen. Hi, Drew. Hi, Roth. Hey, okay, so Hi, Tom. Hi. The way Hi, we've set this up is that we're going to interview you guys for like five minutes. Yeah. And then wow. uh, we're going to say, sorry, uh, don't call us. We'll call you. Okay. And then, and then a new batch of interview candidates come in. And okay. we spend five minutes. With them. And we're also going to have some videos from surprise guests. Mm-hmm. Elton John. Yeah. Christina yeah. Aguilera. I saw her. Fred Durst. Yep. <laughs> and possibly uh, Jeremy and Rajat. Yeah. Possibly. And possibly. <laughs> no, that's right. So, uh, Let's talk about the year we had. We uh, we started a business. We did. We you did. know what? That's a terrible way to start. Because it, it sounds like I'm about to sell you like a special oat sharing. Well, you should tell them about it. Well, we opened so we opened a TCBY franchise. Yeah, together. Uh, <laughs> it was a little rocky at first, getting off the ground. Yeah, because <laughs> it was not it not was, a big market for ice cream. There was right. a little, there was like I lived here during like. The yogurt phase, yeah. like like everything was like, it wasn't just a yogurt stand. I was really but it was interested a fucking in where that yogurt sentence stand. was going, and they, all had, <laughs> and they were all named like every place was had like a sentence name. So it was like TCBY, and like I can't believe it's not yogurt, and like yeah. holy shit, yogurt with yeah. like shit in it, and like that was like like the marquee of the the fucking placard of the. They store. had a really good one that used to advertise at uh, Brooklyn Nets games that was called "Let's Yo a Yogurt Experience," <laughs> but it was. It was <laughs> But it was the whole thing. Like it was like there should have been like a paragraph break in the name of the franchise they were trying to do. They just were so they were such evangelists for yogurt. They yep. just sit on the toilet and just like a fist of yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you guys have any of, questions? Oh or, yeah, that's right. So we're gonna do yogurt <laughs> chat. So, let me say, how important is yogurt to defect? Uh, I would say it has <laughs> been responsible for. 13% of our success yeah, this year. That's true. And that's not even counting the toppings, which we will be yeah. going into uh, during the second uh, hour. Could we talk yeah. about the other 87%? <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So I want to ask you, so um, <laughs> when we started, it was very exciting, but of course there was a pandemic and we had no money. Yeah. Now we, there's still a pandemic. That's yeah. Mass. Um, but now we have money. Now we have yeah. money. Thank so much money. Oh my God. And we are please paid. subscribe. Yeah. That, smash that subscribe button. Oh. Not, there's not so much money that we don't want you to yeah. smash yeah, that yeah, subscribe yeah, yeah, button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is not uh, <laughs> unlimited. Yeah, don't, it's long. Don't it could think, be longer. Yeah, don't think you're going to escape Plugville yeah. during yeah. this. Yeah. This is where we're here. This is the, the <laughs> but telephone. How, do you, how did you feel at the beginning? Because we were excited, but obviously there's trepidation like, holy shit, we hope this works. It's worked. It's so yeah. back to how your, do you feel one year ago today? How do you, you feel now, Tom, about the site and about your own personal welfare? Mm. Uh, so, yes, I feel good about the site. I'm happy that it exists. I also feel like, um, you know, thinking back to a year ago, like this week, uh, 
you know, my personal expectations going in were pretty low. I was like, if we could were get... They? Well, it's just, I didn't want to get a, ahead of myself, yeah. you know? I was like, if we could get a couple thousand subscribers in the first few months and, you know, like, maybe we could pay ourselves a little bit of money and have some fun blogging, that would be great. Um, and then basically right out of the gate, we were all like, oh, this is a real job now. This is like a real business. What? But um, did, did you think... Um, did you think it would work? Did you think you would be here? I before? thought it would work... Uh, not as quickly as it has, okay. which is great, but also like, you know, now I think it adds a lot of pressure on us to just like make the site really good and make it stand on its own. Yeah, because now now we're the ones who would fuck ourselves out of a job. Like, yeah. Readers gave us jobs. Now. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's no like asshole in a boardroom who's yep. going to like mess this up for us. Like it's just us and it's working now. Um, but that's like a good place to be in. And I, I, I relish, you know, the, our, our, what we've shown so far in the first year of our ability to actually like make good on you know, what we're supposed to Weirdly, do. Weirdly, I'm not feeling a ton of pressure to do good blogs. I don't know oh. if that shows. In well, yeah. that's maybe just <laughs> your problem. Yeah. Um, like, it's, it's a Winnipeg Jets blog. Like, people aren't going <laughs> to notice yeah. if yeah. it's good yeah. or not. We've heat-checked it a few times in that regard. Like, we did a whole Ottawa Senators you week. Did a, like you did we were, a lot of hockey blogs. Yeah, that was like a dare going wrong, the Senators week. No, yeah. Senators week was a smashing success. Dare senators week ruled. Yeah, everyone I promise it. it'll never come back well, again. Well, we're going to do something worse. There will be a wor- there will be something much worse than Senators Barry, week. Barry, uh, did, did you expect us to be here in a year? And I'm not leading the witness here. I'm not, like, I don't want you to be like, I can't believe how amazing You're on was. Thin Ice Council. Call 1-800-DEFECTOR. <laughs> like... <laughs> Did 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 you did you did you honestly think we would be sitting here talking right now? Uh, to give way? a super boring answer, like sort of along the same lines as Tom, like I thought we would get to this point in like three or four years, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay, like there were you know I thought we'd get the diehards and the people who really wanted to, and we'd have to like build it up and build it up, and like it would still be better than not working, yeah. but um. We cleared the very low bar of being better than not working and not getting paid. Yeah. I would say we we attacked the bar. Do you feel like you were low on the number of content perverts that actually like exist relative to how many you thought existed? No, because our readers fucking rock. And oh, like yeah. when I got my ass canned back at the old joints, yeah. Um, for months and months after that, like I'd get emails from like readers, like not even checking in to see like. Are you going to start a new website? Just like, how are you doing? We miss your stuff. Oh, yeah. That's like, nice. Like, really nice stuff that, like... They miss your hockey blogs? Yeah. Not... Uh, <laughs> they were mostly asking about uh, David Roth, America's Sweetheart. <laughs> Getting They're emails. like, hey, Barry, like, sad that like, you got... Fun. Have you ever met Drew? What's he like <laughs> in real life? He yeah. sounds tall. Is he tall? I actually... I was the opposite of you two. I remember when we launched, I was like... This would be fucking great. We're gonna get a hundred thousand subscribers yeah. on the first day. I do remember that. Yeah, and then we like, and I was like, we're gonna we're gonna be fucking rich. You watch, and then we got like ten thousand the first day, which like a fucking miracle. And I yeah. was like, it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> it was a nice balance <laughs> of morale, like, though. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. Like I was like, my page views used to be in the hundreds of thousands. <laughs> yeah. I should be a fucking god. And it was like you know, like we're, we're like a nice viable business. I think the thing that surprised me was when we were able to hire more people. Yeah. I was like, we're hiring people? Yeah. Holy shit. That was surprising for me, too. I, like, I think we sat down with Jasper and the manager board, and we were like, hey, man, if this could ever be a possibility, like, let us know. And he was like, oh, yeah, I looked at this stuff. We could hire people now. And we were like, what? <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, we could do it. It was the same for me. I, had, I guess I had let myself think that it would work, but I had not. I was too afraid to think about a timetable of any kind. So yeah. the idea of being like, of course, yes, you want to hire people. You want to do different things. And, like, all the things we're going to get to do, like, 
this year like I eventually wanted to do, but I would not even let myself consider the possibility that they could be happening within 12 months. Can yeah. I ask Tom a question? What is it like to be our boss? Please ask it through me. Uh, do you mind? Tom, yeah. you were never our boss I, I at the old questions yeah. from the <laughs> can't, question. Can't. David, can you ask so, Tom what it's yeah. like to be our, over, over, our benevolent overlord? Yeah, yeah, yeah can we bitch about you being our yeah, boss? Well, I, only if you guys ask. So, so I, Tom, we got a question from well, one of our readers. Barry in Brooklyn. actor Mickey Rourke. I'm sexing it up. People love Mickey Rourke. Uh, Shoot. What's it like to be the boss? What is it like to be the boss? The boss of the uh, website. Um, it's good. I like working with all of you. Um, I think that I feel I do feel very lucky that I get to be the editor in chief now and did not have to be the editor in chief at Deadspin. Yeah. Um, because why? Well, I'm going to explain <laughs> why. No. The Sorry, why. Just a journalist to me, just making yeah. sure. I, I think that uh, this place, the way we designed the site, um, makes it so that all of our relationships to each other, from you know editor in chief down to staff writer and everyone else, is um, it, it feels like as as generative as it could possibly be. Um, I don't ever really feel like at odds with you guys, or that like our incentives aren't aligned. Oh, speak for yourself. <laughs> and like at Deadspin, you know, like at, or just any other you know, corporate media website, whatever. Um, that's like hard to pull off. Cause if you know, you're the editor in chief at a, at a, at a normal media company, like you've got people bringing, breathing down your neck about stuff. And then that makes you have to breathe down other people's neck yeah. about stuff. Cause you've well, right, you're getting get... pulled in opposite directions. Cause right. you answer to management, right. but you don't want the people working for you to hate your fucking guts. Yeah. So I, I answer like to you guys, like, you all can vote right. yeah. to fire me if you ever want to. Well, but I mean, what I mean is like, yeah, we, we, uh, you know, my concerns every day are just, uh, making sure the website is good and making sure that all of you guys are, have all the things you need to make the website good. And I don't have to worry about anything else that might pull me in an opposite direction from you. So that feels, um, good. And I, I feel super lucky that, um, that's how I get to experience this. We only have time for one more question, but I wanted to ask you, did you feel confident going in and being the boss? Do you feel like, did you feel like I can do this too? Was there, oh. was there ever a apprehension on your part on being able to manage all um, these psychopaths? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> I think it's gone. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, You've like, done well. I'm not a big rah, rah, visionary inspiring guy but i think tom uh, leads by example i've yeah. I've done i th yeah i think i get along with everybody we have a good working relationship um he actually he is... uh he hired uh six of his nannies and uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> often takes entire days off to begin the tanning bed. yeah i have a lot of panels to speak on in yes. the coming year <laughs> so i'm not right. actually going to be around that much yeah, tom is actually going to be at the san diego ideas festival yeah next and week. then i've got aspen ideas after that then i've got to go to dubai yeah uh i've got breakfast meetings for two months. And he, just, he carved so. the word praxis into his office yeah. wall. Yeah. And just like points at it anytime. Our credo is praxis. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. Wow, what a great place to end this. Well, it was Our fantastic. Credo really is. You guys on. We're going to have on two more staffers. But first, we have a little video message. Oh. Good friend and the world's greatest Trump impersonator, but also a fantastic comedian in every general yeah. sense. It's James Austin. I haven't John seen this buddy, one yet. Of it's, it's, it's pretty. It's good. It's good. Yeah. You've edited I, it? I liked it. I okay. have not seen the video. I'm ready to be awed. This is a sweet little message to all the beautiful defective boys and girls who have worked so hard to leave all the different places and get bought out and then they have to do the whole people loan. You know the people want to own it now. 
and they're doing the whole thing with newspapers. I think they're doing incredible words and incredible profiles. And, you know, it's uh, there was a big blind spot with the sports. You know, the people that like sports and the, the boys who like ball. They like ball and they like hoop and they do a lot with sticks and everything. And the helmets. And they said, you know, what if instead of talking about the sports and the numbers and everything, because you know the sports boys, they love numbers. What if we didn't do the numbers? What if it was... Why does this guy have a weird haircut? And here's what he eats in the morning. You know, th here's what this owner did when he was 13. And you go, okay, what does that have? What the hell does that have to do with the sports at all? But I think Defector, with they're so good with, with Drew and David Ross and everybody. I think they're so great. And all the other ones, you know, you got Ricky Davey. Some of the better writers, I think, that, than anybody's ever seen. And some of the best sports writing, frankly, that anyone's really ever done and they don't do a swimsuit edition yet i was hoping that they would do swimsuit edition you know it could even be woke too it could be woke style swimsuit with the borat one you could do a boy in the borat one you could do a girl in i don't know full hijab or something i don't know you could do it fully fully woke if you wanted to but we love defective don't we love defective we love defective so much and it's so wonderful with paywall in in terms of in terms of paying for stuff, I mean, I thought the best thing about journalism was, you know what, it's free. And not with Defector, you gotta pay for Defector, but I still think it's so wonderful. So God bless you, Defector, you're so good with sports and with writing and all of it. And I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful birthday, and congratulations to 10 more years. Hi, we're back, and we're back. We're back. And we're back. We're back. I just said we're back. It's me, Drew. Yeah, you know, I never make it clear that we're back, so just so people know. <laughs> Were we going to do it at every one of these little sections? We're no, gonna you know what? No, that would be bad. That would be overkill. But this is the Defector Anniversary Party, and I do have to remind people to subscribe to Defector.com. Ding! There it is. There's a plug where uh, we have Sam Kalaf and we have Justin Ellis here to talk about their first year at Deadspin. I can't believe I just said that. At Defector. At <laughs> Take Defector. it easy on the table, man. I said it. There it was. I'm very I, clear about I the table. I got very good about not slipping uh, and doing that because like our bad reflex and stuff, but now I have, I have fucked up. So I should really... We, we all get one. So how was your yeah, first year at Fan House? How was your first... Did you enjoy the experience? <laughs> do you feel like... Where do you see the, the general experience going for Yard Barker in year two? Listen, when you spend this much time in the content wars, you realize that there's nothing more important than feeding people all of the hot takes mm. until they get so gorged on the hot takes yep. that they yes. start uh, getting sick. That's why I begin every blog with like, here comes the airplane, and then I like bring it, and then you get a little... It's just a funnel, and there's the, just like a yeah. stream of The content funnel. Yeah. All they want to know is what time the Super Bowl starts. It's, it's, what it's time true. the college national championship starts. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you gentlemen uh, might be part of the... Uh, audiovisual arm of Defector, and you might have some plans for us going forward. Uh, can I ask you about that? That's really vague. That's, that's exceptionally the point vague. Is, that's it's, exceptionally it's vague. The, I mean, Sammer Sam also has style. many... Sammer has an other job. Like, you, we both have other jobs yeah, at, yeah. This, at yes, this website. Uh, other jobs at other websites as well. I mean, it's pretty yeah. busy guys. That's that's right. We run um, pingpongbetting.net. <laughs> <laughs> and pingpongbetting.ru. That's yeah, I was right. Say, like, that's I was, right. Didn't realize there's an American branch of your enterprise. And congratulations. You got to make the money where it is. Yeah, we, uh, as many people who have been uh, readers and subscribers of Defector know, earlier this year we did uh, a little bit of a podcast trial where we uh, put together some shows, pilots that were... Um, Suggested and thought up by many of the staffers you know and love. 
uh, because frankly, we know that all of you out there are tired of listening to the two of them. Oh, yes, God. it's unbearable. It's called diversification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. We've got some I'm new podcasts this. where people. Yeah, <laughs> this is so. The first one is called Oof Madone, which is uh, Sammer <laughs> and Barry talking in Italian accents. That's right. Just just reading a list of various uh, sliced meats. But yes, um, I, I think it, I think we were trying to expand out of the two assholes talk about bullshit. That's right, yeah. because um, a there's, very crowded space. there's not enough of that in the, <laughs> in the sports media industrial complex. Anyways, um, yeah, we, ha- we, have, uh, we have some exciting shows that are going to be, uh, we're going to be announcing in the near future, uh, some of which may or may not be hosted by people who are sitting next to me who are not the people who are already hosting a podcast yes, i think sure. that i think you've got it yeah um but on the advice of my lawyer and big cool tom media uh that's about as far as i can go at this point oh, in time oh, yeah. oh okay, okay we've been having meetings with producers we've been compiling ideas ideating yeah oh, that's yeah. right that that's will right. there be will uh, there be a podcast in that you do entirely in your sony tony soprano uh voice sam i think if we get to a certain number of subscribers we'll see if we can make that i don't want to put a number out yeah right can now, you put a number out so I can get <laughs> the way to think about it is that like so are people that have watched the tr- twitch streams before will know that like respect is fundamentally it's a road right yeah, that true. you're on <laughs> and you do different tasks as part of it and then eventually at the end maybe you get made if you did we could do one where you're entirely tony soprano I'm Robert Kraft. I don't like this idea. These are not the concepts like the that we went over. Anyways, <laughs> so, uh, some new shows coming that we promise will not be like this show <laughs> that are going to make you, our valued and loyal subscribers, happy. Yep. Uh, please keep giving us money. Please. Because if not, <laughs> we're going to have to just do this show. It's over. just this. Yeah, you know, no, that's forever. It would be, it would be, it would be unfair. How, but jokes uh, aside, I would say that the thing that we've kept in mind with all of this and to be serious for one moment and to, to cut the bit ratio down for just a hot second is, uh, you know, in thinking about how we do these shows, we want to take the same kind of care and um, thoughtfulness in creating podcasts for Defector that that goes into all the blogs that you um, have come to know and love. And as I said that, I literally was thinking about the fart blog. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I hate that. I hate that. Well, but it's a level of expertise that went into that. It's not the expertise anybody that. brags to their parents about. I, I, I hate that and I love that, though, because that's why I love working at this place. But seriously, just to get the thought out... Um, you know, we know that Defector is mo- is so much more than just sports news and is so much more than sports takes. And that's really what uh, we want to try to show people. So um, it's going to be really, really exciting, I think. Uh, what about the past year? Let's go back to the past. Uh, have you guys had a nice year working at Defector? What uh, any specific memories of your year at Defector that stand out apart from remembering a fart, Sammer. Yeah, that was first by a country <laughs> the big one was, for a lot of us, I think. Yeah, I mean, after I think it was just the general day-to-day of getting back into... It was a routine that I kind of missed in a way because the way that we thought over how we wanted to build the site, how we wanted to build it differently than the old place, it made it a more pleasing place to come to every day. It was a place where you didn't dread because there were no... You don't know what like axes were gonna fall on you or anything like that. So it was just nice to be back in that groove where people were just talking about ideas and we had a place to put them. So I appreciated that. Um, I was remote. I did not work in the office, and so I was 
always a step removed whenever something, you know, dramatic and shitty yeah. would happen. When we all had to go to the conference room yeah, or something. Yeah. Well, oh, yes. Yeah. Whenever there was an all hands, yeah. something bad would happen. And we have an office now and you've been back in the office. When you go back in the office now, do you have any sort of, uh, you know, flashbacks to then like, or has, do you feel like that weight is off when you walk into the office now? Truthfully, it's funny because in some ways it's similar, but the only ways it's similar is that everybody's on their computer and laughing at Slack and yeah. then <laughs> kind of not really talking. I mean, I think, I think we're better at talking to each other now and like, but I, I think it's it's nice to just like be around the people you work with. Again. I do remember, I, I, I have told the story before, but I was in the old office uh, on Elizabeth Street and I was visiting for like the second time or something like that and I didn't have a phone charger and I asked out loud to the bullpen, does anyone have a phone charger? And no one said shit. And I typed <laughs> it into Slack and Billy Hazley was next to me and he's like, oh, here you go. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right. I um, think we're better at, we've moved away from that a little bit. So yeah. that's probably good. That's a positive. Yeah, I, it a is a little bit less of a like the pods in the matrix with like yeah. sort of weird fetal people in them. <laughs> That's not the energy in the office now. Now it's it's people sitting in chairs <laughs> acting like like people do. But it's not like it's not even that unique now because like you know I, I have a wife and three kids. They all have screens, and so we will sit in the living room and say each other shit. So it'll be five people staring at screens, and then like out of the blue, someone will go. <laughs> Good one, Dad. Wait, you're on like the group chat in your living room? No, no, no. Like, I'll, no, I'm like, I'm a dad, so like, I'll text a funny link. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, like, I'm a forwarding dad. Now. Okay, that's good. Like, man. There, I'm was, not there was one you. point where I was like, oh shit, I'm forwarding a link to my child. <laughs> this is what my fucking mom does. Oh shit. <laughs> but it's you know, it's just uh, is it about how vaccines are bad, or is it, <laughs> or is it like a squirrel on a surfboard? It's, there's if no, there's only. no, there's no room in between for dads. Only Justin. Uh, you don't live here in New York, nor do I. That's right. Uh, well, not at the moment, but I have, yes. Yep. Uh, how is uh, Minneapolis right now? Is it cold? <laughs> is it still cold? It's like September. I yes, I know. This is as close as you and I are going to come to talking about Vikings football in this whole thing. Well, this we don't is my segue drive to get, get yeah. to talking about Vikings football. Uh, no, um, it, Minneapolis is fine. It's it's my ancestral home. Uh, and... Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's good, but, um, I will say that it's the, the experience of being remote, uh, is an interesting one this week, literally hours before the show was taped was the first time that I've met all of these goons, uh, yeah. in yes! person yep. for the, like literally, this is my first IRL Justin experience. Yeah. Uh, before that, I was just a guy who's either facial hair or, or a hair up here was just growing exponentially. Yep. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's funny because, um, I remember I got off the, the elevator today before coming to the meeting and uh, was just greeted by people who already knew me. And it was it was one of those things where it's like normally you'd have that sort of awkward first day at school thing with people. But it's it's it speaks to the people who we've gathered here um, that it's so warm and welcoming. And, um, you know, I think everybody's had a tough year. I know I've had a especially tough year with some of the things going on in my family. But, um, you know if we talk about how we want to make a company a very special place and a place that's important to people and that is different in media and actually cares, um, defectors really come through in that way. And so I'm very appreciative to be here with all of you. Well, that's awesome. We appreciate you. Yeah. yeah that's it's great. great to have you here too. And it is nice to meet you. I remember uh, when I was working at K, uh, Kissy Susie Colburn when we started it, 
I didn't, it was remote. We, I didn't, I had never met any people. And then we finally met and this was like 10 years ago. And it was definitely like, these are my cyber friends. And we're like meeting yeah, this... like real people. And then after like three drinks, like that went away and we were just sort of friends. But I think now, I think that meeting through the internet is so common and so just normal. It's in, in fact, probably the primary way that people introduce for the first time that it feels a bit more natural when it's happening. And of course we've, we've worked with you now for months and months and months. And yeah, I mean, at this point, everybody is much more invested in the life of my dog. I was going to say than, that like, than me. also yeah. uh, drop those Roscoe emojis. Also, Zoom, <laughs> Zoom kind of helps a little bit. Like, it's like, okay, like I'm not with you, but I've read, I've been able to read your face. You know, I, you know, I, I know what your, your, your facial expressions are and stuff you like that. You know that this one's disapproving, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. That's well, it was lovely to have you guys on. Yeah, thank you. And guys. we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Laura Wagner, Diana Moskovitz, and Kalen Kaler. We'll be right back. Bye. And we're back, and I'm not, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, so that was to, that was with my yeah. energy level, but like, you're lying. Uh, and we have uh, Laura Wagner, Diana Moskovitz, and Kalen Kaler with us. Hi, how are you guys? Hi. Hey. Oh, what you guys said. Oh, it's incredible. Do you have any idea how much rehearsal it took to get everybody to say it at exactly the same time? Uh, uh, Kaylin, you came to us uh, a few months ago. How long ago was it? I think I started the last week of February. How has it been since then? Amazing. Oh, that's good. I always tell people it's like so much fun to work here because we're just free to do what we want to do. We don't have to worry about all the bullshit. And it's it's been great. And everyone here is so cool. And like Justin said, like I had never met anyone in person until this week so that's been really yeah. fun to see you guys live it is very nice and i'm going to slip you the 20 later for saying all the nice things <laughs> only 20 um, yeah <laughs> inflation man how uh, <laughs> yeah um was it ever awkward this week uh i don't know i don't remember think so. when we well, first me, saw I'll, each other and we were both like hi oh yeah we were the same exact like, voice hey. and then we were like oh <laughs> yeah that was weird. maybe that, that was, was weird yeah. that well, was probably weird you know, i'll put you this way like like um you know i think you're best known before joined Defector, you were best known for working at Sports Illustrated. Had you met those people like Peter King and uh, like Greg Bishop and uh, Jenny Verentis before you had gone yeah. to work with them? Oh, not before I worked with them. Okay. No, but like we were in the same office together. You know, I lived in New York with them and like I would see Peter like all day, every day. He would call me, you know, every 10 minutes. So it was very <laughs> heavy inter- on the in-person you interaction. You every 10 minutes? Well, Take more on. or less. He called a lot. He's, he called he's a lot. like a, he's a mingler. Yes. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's, a, he's amazing. He's I the sat, best mentor to have. I sat next to him at a game, one of the very few games I've covered from a press box. Uh, it was the, it was basically the last game that Tim Tebow was ever meaningful. Oh. Uh, and that ended, like that basically did not survive the first quarter. But he was, I didn't talk to him. But he ate like an entire bag of the Hall's yeah. Breezers brand cough yeah. drops during, yeah. the, during the game, which I thought was really... It's like, it's Crushed like, it. He can really put him away. Like, did you could tell he was locked you? in. I Honestly, like, I was like, he was going too fast for me to ask. Like, yeah. it didn't seem right. It was intimidating. You can't, yeah. you can't distract him. That's like my son. Like, if I bring him, like, a fucking bag of Ludens, it's like Halloween. He's yep. like, holy shit. I'm like, no, no, that's it's medicine. You're not supposed to fucking... He's like, yep. he's like fuck that. I'm <laughs> I don't even know anything about the breezers. That might be more of a candy adjacent product. Like I don't think it was just a pure like mentholiptus mainline. <laughs> like if throat, it says but... like mango or like or if it says apple flavor like the fucking horse yeah. paste, then you know you know that it's <laughs> it's good to eat. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Diana, 
How yes. has your year been at Defector? Do you feel like you've accomplished what you've wanted to accomplish? I mean, oh, you know, if you ask me that, the answer is no. Yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on, guys. You've known me for too long. <laughs> I've never accomplished everything. My mind is just a running list of things I haven't done and ways I have failed. <laughs> yeah. Can't relate, but that does sound really difficult. Yeah, <laughs> Rob can't relate at yeah, all. No, this is just a coincidence no, that I do we feel that, the same way. I do feel like you, get, you grow older and you get that sort of reflex where it's like, I'm not doing anything productive right now. I have to get up and make some fucking soup or something. Like I, I have that sometimes where I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I can't just be a lump. Like, like if someone emails me like something I have to do for my son's soccer team, I'm like, I do this right now. Like even though it's like 7 a.m. on like a Tuesday or something like that, like it can <laughs> yeah. wait a fucking hour. This was a bad yeah. year for nervous energy in general, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, was just... it was really bad. This was actually the year um, that I. I quit drinking caffeinated coffee because it was just it was not helping the situation you know it was like this year i was already like you know up here with things to worry about you know (laughs) Um, and i just had this moment where i was like i don't think this is helping yeah like my anxiety juice might be impacting my anxiety levels this might be a problem and so I, i quit um all caffeine at one point during the pandemic which sounds counterintuitive but i actually think it helps because then i could be less worried because i had less energy to worry with but um <laughs> I, I will pivot because we're not here to talk about my caffeine consumption <laughs> no, no actually it's kind of cool though i like, like that. it was funny because what i mean weirdly you know at least for me one of the things you know that ended up helping was defector because there is something grounding and just having like okay today i will wake up and because I, I live on the West Coast, um, I will wake up to a thousand slacks um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. about jokes that I already don't understand because I missed the punchline like 45 minutes ago and I yeah. don't have time to scroll through. Um, so I'm just going to hit escape. This is what I do. I wake up every morning and it's just like escape, 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 escape. And then about three hours later, I'm just like, I don't get it. And then thankfully, one of my kind coworkers will side DM me like, oh, just FYI, Diana. It was like about five <laughs> yeah. hours ago. This so, was the joke. Someone like, put oh. a video of a goat okay. in at 8 15 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Eastern time. Andrew Sullivan made a really <laughs> shitty tweet. <laughs> yeah. It's always a reference to a tweet to someone where I'm like, who's that? You don't want to know, Diana. You're better off this way. Just go do another public records request. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna go do that instead. Um but it, it has it has been like as cheesy as it sounds, like one of the bright parts of my year was like, okay, no matter what else happens, um, whatever are the COVID numbers in Los Angeles for that day where I live. You know, I can log on. It's with these people. We're going to do, try to do some good work. Um, and, and there's been something nice about that. And they'll tell a bunch of jokes that I, I don't understand, but that's okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it was, uh, my three was in Slack one day and she was like, She's like, sometimes I, I bow here because it's just a waste of my time. And I was like, well, you can do that? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I just, I can ignore you people. Yeah. And like, you can ignore me. And like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> the, there's power in hitting that escape button, man. Yeah. It's like escape, escape. Uh, Lori, uh, we all work together with you at, at Deadspin. I can say Deadspin. That's fine. Yeah. And then you went, you went to Vice and you came back into the fold after we had started Defector. How was it coming back? in did it feel like did it feel like it was was it like oh yeah i remember exactly how how these people were or was there anything new to it that you felt going in Hmm. um i would say everyone was kind of about the same which was nice but there was more of a uh purpose and 
like sense of mission for sure. So that was fun to come back into. Oh, that's nice. Good. Uh, nope, I, I can't. No, no, no thoughts. Next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It was like it was like it was like. She me. just answered the question so well. So yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. That's right. I had a bunch of like gags about the snacks that they used to have at Vice, but no oh one wants gosh. to hear about that. It was good. Actually, though. I would like to. I, I remember I, I worked for one week on Sports Show with Norm Macdonald in Los Angeles, and they had a fridge and it had endless Lacroix water in it, and I was like, "This is fucking great!" And everyone who ever written on a TV show was like, "Yeah, that's like that's in the union contract. Like they have to give us snacks." Uh, and so anytime you wanted to not write. You would just go to the snack room and get all the shit, and everybody was in the snack room all the time, and nobody, nobody wrote a goddamn. So Vice thing. had it, Vice because it's a Potemkin village, basically. Is like <laughs> there that stuff is there, but like it's always either out or it's not good, or like when you taste them, they're actually like skibbles, not skittles. They got mm-hmm. like an off-brand oh, like version. The Aldi or ones? Yeah, like it's all kind of like whatever. It was a. It, whatever, I'm sure that um, there's still we have plenty of friends there. There's a lot of good things that come out of it. But, but yeah, they're leaving that office now. Oh, which is that's too bad. It's a shame yeah. that they had to close two DIY music venues and an art gallery so they could have an office for six years. Did I tell you my my wife went to Aldi the other day and she came back with a yellow box of crackers called Thin Wheats. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Impressive, impressive. We'd be like, impressive. oh, they're, they're tortilla chips. They're called Itadors. They're delicious. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, so, so we should ask a question about the, the work that you all actually do here, <laughs> uh, as opposed to just sort of how you're feeling that like all three of you have done some of the heaviest lifting reporting-wise uh, that we've had at the site during this. Um you know what's that like because i don't do it for one thing and then also like what what do you want to get up to this next year like briefly uh now that you know we are guaranteed to be here for one more year yeah who wants to start yeah uh, I'll I'll start. We can uh, talk about the snacks advice too if you'd like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I um just because I'm assuming we're talking to our subscribers, I'll tell this story where and um, potential subscribers. It's never too late. Yeah. It's never too late. There, there's tote bags, y'all. There's tote bags. <laughs> um, I remember when we had so we decided we were doing Defector, but we hadn't announced it yet. Um, Drew and Roth also remember this, and um, and so Lay was going to be EIC, and so he was talking to all of us about like you know what job are you thinking about? You know what title do you want? This and that. And um, so I was talking to him and said I, I wanted to be investigations editor. And I remember, and Lay's like, oh, I was thinking the same thing. Great how that worked out. And um, but he was like, well, like, what if we don't have any money? And I was like, it's cool, dude. It's cool. Like, I used to work at newspapers, man. Like, I can do, like, <laughs> I know how to, you know, like, do a 5,000-word story for a budget of, like, $10, man. Like, I got this. Like, we can do this and we can do that. And I'm just, like, telling him all these ways we can, like, beg, borrow, and steal, you know. He's like, okay, as long as, like, you're cool with it. You know, like, yeah, it's cool, dude. It's cool. And then we announced, um, you know, via the New York Times story, the news broke and um, we got enough subscribers <laughs> we could actually do things. Um, like I have traveled for a story. Kayla has traveled for stories. Mm-hmm. These stories are coming out soon. Subscribers, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, um, so um, I, I, guess, I, I don't know. I guess I just want to say like, um, thank you because like all the work we all do here and, and, and everyone, like not just the three of us at this table, you know, 
it it does cost money like public records are free sometimes they're not we've had to you know buy plane tickets expense meals and drinks with sources like there's all these these little things and to be able to do that um when i personally was prepared not to you have no idea the things i ran by lay in retrospect (laughs) (laughs) um it's great and so um you when you subscribe you are supporting all of everyone's work here and especially the folks at this table so um thank you keep subscribing um we like not cheesily but literally could not do this without you so thank you for um for making my job real yeah it's nice it's like it does every now i'm like it's a job yeah like it actually exists yeah Yeah. i'm like oh we made it like we made our own jobs we're entrepreneurs like we're job creators which is very exciting to think like I don't like to use that term. <laughs> no, no, I mean it. No, but I mean, I mean it in the way like, like it's usually bullshit. Yeah. Like I'm a job creator and we actually literally created jobs. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, wow, I get to say it. It feels icky, but it's actually true. Yeah. So I'm saying we're giving a good name to job creators. That's, That's it. what I'm saying. Damn it. Right. It's cool. But, but now I'm go- I should probably end the segment because I, sh- I should stop talking. No, no. Th- I think this is it. Let's start talking about how job creators and small business owners are the backbone of our society. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Diana, Everybody, let's Laura, just go around the table and say something Kaylin. nice about small business owners. Are we I did dominate right that answer, so no. I'm going to stop talking because I did <laughs> kind of dominate that answer. Thank you guys so much for coming Thank on, and uh, we look forward to working with you all year long and beyond. We're going to take a little quick break. Uh, after a message... From the Defector store. Oh, I've Ooh. heard good things. Swag ahoy. <laughs> Swag ahoy. You got to run this shit by me, dude. <laughs> Tired of hoodies you just can't get on? Stuck dressing for hours every morning? Try the new Defector hoodie. For one easy payment of $55, you'll never have trouble dressing again. The Defector hoodie, it solves all your dressing problems. The Defector hoodie is available at defectorstore.com for one easy payment of $55 plus shipping and handling. Order now. Oh, look, see, I said swag ahoy and I meant it. It was, <laughs> it's a hoy hoy. Hey, it's Kelsey McKinney and Luis Paez Pumar. There they are. Staff. You know them. Hello. How are you guys Hello. doing? Our, uh, our people's champion and main heel of Defector Trivia yeah, League. This is it. Face to face. Is it? It's rare. Are you? Is it okay? Can you guys sit next to each other without tearing each other's faces off? No. This is a no. kayfabe free space. Yeah. Everybody can admit now that you. No, I'm. I I don't know what you're talking about. I commit to kayfabe at all times. <laughs> yeah, Luis is that annoying. He never, all he never the time. breaks. Yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> one of the things a lot of people don't know about Luis. Awful. Yeah. Just awful. And then and then there's Kelsey who has to pretend to be likable even yeah. though yes. she's utterly despicable yes. off camera. Demon. Just mm-hmm. an absolute terrible person. Yeah. Uh, what was your it. favorite part of our trivia war from the past year? What was your favorite category? Oh, no. Was, oh, it, was it Chris Thompson? It was Chris Thompson's Jason Whitlock uh, art. Yeah, that's a ch- it's oh! just because that's the chalk take doesn't yeah. make that. It, it, I Listen, like, it might be the obvious one, but come on. Yeah. That, that was the best. The guy drew Jason Whitlock as Chucky. There's not really like, it's a good concept and he executed the hell out of it. There's really yeah. only so much you can. The, I would say that the having played trivia most of the weeks that we did it, that there are ways in which, like, it has infiltrated my brain. Like, kind of, I guess, unhappily, like, badly. Like, certain concepts 
that both of you guys are are responsible for with your questions. Yours in terms oh, of the the um, roundabout explanation of a famous person who it's impossible to tell how famous <laughs> they are, and you're mostly just like, I feel like this person is tall, and maybe has a scooter. <laughs> All famous people to me are the same level of famous yes. is the problem because which, I don't know any of their names. <laughs> which is, it's a good bit. And then uh, for you, you brought so many mashups into my life that, uh, you know, just sort of haunt me. You know what's funny about the mashups is like, I feel like they are associated with me. Yeah. But Lauren was actually the one that started that. Really? I kind of stole that category from her. Lauren was the one who invented the trivia night. I thought it was you. Yeah. It oh, sounds no, like no. You, man. you know why? Because <laughs> I did the first, but I did the first trivia night with literal trivia cards yeah. that I quizzed my kids about. Yeah. Oh, not right. not not the quiz bowl. Oh, shit. you're right. Lauren yeah. was the one who had, I found the format and I was like, yeah. oh she she blogged about it for uh unnamed temporary whatever we were called. Sports, Sports blog. blog. Yeah. She wow. she blogged that she was doing Jeopardy stuff with like her friends and that's why we took it for like our apparently unnamed and unremembered by I, you listen, sir. Well, I'm on yeah, to the next. I'm on like to defector.com.com. <laughs> oh I did buy a lot of C V D from them. So many. <laughs> oh oh yeah it's it's a good product. Yeah. I remember um when you when when we I was hosting and uh and I was inspired by my favorite YouTube uh, video is songs sung to the tune of Two Princes by the Spin Doctors. Oh, yeah. Which is still my still the best YouTube clip. And so I did clues sung to the tune of Mm-mm-mm-mm by Crash Test Dummies. Mm, yeah. And Lauren Tyson had never heard the goddamn song. And then I, then what a I great said, great gift to be able to give a younger coworker. Right. And then <laughs> an I introduction to one I would say one of the top three songs that the Crash Test Dummies oh, ever no. put out. It's one of the it's it's like to me, it's like maybe the most '90s song. Yeah, but like I say that, like you know, that's like if you went to a like a liberal arts college in the Northeast. You know what I mean? Like that's like I don't know. It's pretty fucking '90s. I think just it's, on its merits. It's pretty goddamn '90s but, though. Um, so anyway, uh, I asked Lauren earlier this week. I was like, "Do you so? Uh, did you ever listen to the song?" And she's like. Yeah, I think I did, but I don't remember it. And I was like, well, did you like it? And she's like, well, I don't remember it, so I couldn't have been that fucking good. So I was like, oh, all right, all right. It, it's not very good. It's a fair no. point. But I, it's it's fun. I think it's a lovely song, and it's very unique. It's not often you're going to hear a guy sing like a fucking bullfrog yep. about, <laughs> like, just all over the church. Yeah, it was basically about, like, like car accidents <laughs> and, yeah. like, birth abnormalities and you, stuff. It's you a know really what, though? Song. But, like, I... I like Faith No More, so I like I like it when they just sing about completely random shit. Yeah. I'm really like, impressed with how quickly you pivoted this conversation to an excuse to sing. Yeah, I was going to say. I find it just remarkable. It took 15 minutes elements that he yeah. brought. You know what? I actually, I actually now have to apologize to everybody for, for doing that. But why? No, because, but like you know it. what? I haven't sung a mashup yet. Oh, I could no. do that. No, no. Huh? No. Fortunately, the mic. stream is ending, so we're all... Uh, I have to go home now. What What is the future of streaming for Defector.com, Luis? Um, I kind of, I want more people to like stream stuff and not just like jump on trivia, but I want, you know, like we had um, Kaylin and my three talk about the Olympics recently and like I want stuff like that. I want people, you know, if, if they feel comfortable to like get on and try something new, like Dan, you know, plays his retro games, uh, Samer played chess and then also Road to Respect with me. Yeah. So... And I don't really have any goals of like, oh, I want it to grow into like this big thing. I just want like us to have fun with it. Um, well, I want to ask because um, I remember we were talking about like, oh, we'll do YouTube and stuff like that. And you're like, no, Twitch is like mm. the, the place we ought to be. That works best for us. Because I always think, you know, before this, I always thought of streamers as like 
you know, the, like the Uber sucked me off, like that, yeah. like that, like Kevin, like the Kevin Pathbrath, like yeah. energy, like guys, up, like yeah. all that shit. But it feels like there's this new entry space for it that we did not pioneer, but like can exist of people just being yeah. on camera on a stream. And did you have any? And I, I can't believe I'm saying, do you have any inspiration, or was there any sort of model streamer that you were thinking of when you were? you know, conceiving streams for us? This is a not interesting answer, but no. Um, okay. Basically, how this started was uh, Patrick Redford, who you guys can't see, but is in the room here. Patrick Redford's up next. Yeah. Um, he Dabbing had just off camera. <laughs> after we left the old site to just stream some like Overwatch. And like we streamed it from his PS4. It was like him, me, and Tom Lay. And like people watched. And it was like the middle of the day, like middle of a workday. So we were like, oh, interesting. So I started thinking about it. But really, it wasn't until trivia that I found like, oh, maybe this is what we do. Maybe we just, like, hang out and, like, talk, you know, bullshit for, like, an hour or two hours or if Ray's hosting two and a half hours. Um, <laughs> but, like, even our video game streams are kind of in the same way. Like, sure, we're playing, like, Super Smash Brothers or Mario Kart or Among Us. But, like, really, the fun for me is, like, hanging out with you guys and, like, you know, talking with chat, getting told to eat shit by chat all the time. <laughs> Which, listen, chat, I love you. Keep doing it. Maybe that'll get them to stop. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, just, yeah, no, that's not. There, if there was like kind of a guide, it was you know when Among Us became popular, a bunch of streamers started doing it, and like that kind of vibe is what I want. Like you're just like, <laughs> friends, and it doesn't really matter what you're doing. Just like you know, hop on for like an hour or two. Um, but yeah, yeah, because I, I again, I'm going by old man stereotypes where I think about like video game streams is like. Two 12-year-olds just go, you got fucking wrecked. I mean, that was you in Among Us when you killed someone. <laughs> yeah, was, no, I would just kill people. A silent assassin. I remember, Kelsey, you were a very good assassin murderer in Among Us. It's because I don't know how to play. Yes. So just, as soon yeah. as it tells me I can kill someone, I just kill whoever's killed. Yes. It was usually me. It's usually Luis. I absolutely got out of having to play that game by just being like, yeah, well, sometime for sure. And that then I never yeah. had to do it. No. The only thing that interests me about that game is where the character has like the little buddy that follows him around. I think oh, yeah. that's cool. Like I'd like to play if I played Among Us, I would want to have the little buddy guy. That's whenever we play Among Us for work, I'm like, this is a fake job. It's like absolutely insane that yep. we get paid to do this. But <laughs> that's great. kind of how Please I feel subscribe. about this stuff too. Like especially like not to obviously it's like such a played thing to be like you know like it's tearing these blogs out of me. It's like every bit of it is a pound of my flesh. Like, <laughs> it's not hard for me to write about like how like some relief pitcher got good like that stuff is interesting to my mind but the more so even than the podcast i think that like the trivia stuff counting as work to me when it was really just like especially for a lot of the last year just like a really fucking lonely time where i didn't like not only like not seeing my friends like i only saw my wife yeah. for like six months right you know who you love and respect who i love and respect and is real i respect my wife very much <laughs> i want to emphasize that wait should we explain this bit yeah i guess go ahead you we should uh, probably explain it. yeah That's so but that might ruin it <laughs> oh you know what I i'll just say basically not all of us have met roth's wife and so there's a bit that she's actually an actress that Roth hired to crisis, play his wife. A crisis a actor bitch. is what yeah. they... It's yeah, a it's bitch. a bit. And it's it, a joke. And there's no way to convince so people... convenient. She knows all the answers to trivia that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. Right. Well, this is... <laughs> see, this is... If I were making up my wife, which, again, I'm not. She's real. <laughs> I respect her so much, I would never make her up. But... The fact that I would have made someone up that watches all the same shitty television that you do would be... Yeah, incredible. It would be very clever of me. 
But I didn't do that. We together, me and my wife, real, watch. Uh, we've watched um, that that show, the uh, Big Sky show. Yeah, that seems like a real thing you do with your wife. Right. You watch Big Sky. Is, I wouldn't, is Big <laughs> Sky good? good? No. No. It's the worst show I've ever watched. But, it comes back September but is it like? <laughs> is it, but it's fascinating. I kind of like, you're not wrong to say it's the worst show. But like it's not the worst show. Is it like, sh- oh, I love it. Yeah. Is it I watch shitty it like week. Outer Banks is shitty? Like, oh, this is great trash. It's shitty like CSI is sh- what's shitty. Like CSI Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's a bit more uh It's a like crime. Oh, okay. It's crimey, oh. but it has like it's like a So not not as soapy. Um, it's pretty soapy. It's, pretty soapy. it's like a, a total brain dead crime show that also believes that it's a prestige show. So it's like shot. Some of the shots are outdoors. Like there's a real movie actors. Ted Levine uh, was in it. The great John Carroll Lynch. Yeah. Basically guys that have played like really famous, scary murderers in movies uh, do some of, it's not bad work, but it's not the, the most important work of their career. He was also, he was the boss. He was the chief on monk. He was, I, I imagine having created my monk. god imagine it that's <laughs> actually that is our 10 minutes too so sorry that's it sorry we oh, devoted all of it to big uh, sky by the way i think uh before we go i think yeah. you have some so a treat for the well, Twitch viewers i you know you've been leading up the next segment but yeah we have a, a twitch highlight video of like kind of the oh wait that's the camera uh with like the best clips of the year um <laughs> i'm not going to intro it too much because i actually recorded an intro for it uh so i think we can cut to that all right, let's introduce the introduction. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Do it. Hey there, I'm Luis. Uh, I'm a staff writer here at Defector, uh, and I help run the very Twitch account where you're watching the stream. Uh, first off, I want to thank everyone for helping us get to a year of Defector, and more personally, for over a year of streaming on Twitch. Uh, we've started streaming at the end of July of last year when everyone was still holed up inside. Uh, we continued you know, all the way through now. And yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty great ride. It's been a little rocky, you know. I'm, I've been learning uh, as we go, as people who watch the streams can attest. But it's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, from our Among Us games to Mario Kart, uh, my like ten hour World of Warcraft stream, which I will not be doing again. Uh, watching Dan play retro video games, everything. Uh, live fun bag, can't forget that. Those have been really fun. The unnamed defector basketball and football shows. I could go on and on. We, we've had a lot of different types of streams. You know, we've been testing, see what people like, see what we like doing. And in the year that we've been doing this, uh, we've compiled, I think, a, a pretty good set of clips of uh, either funny moments or wild trivia answers that end up being right. Uh, shout out to Samer for the one you're going to see. Uh, because, yeah, Dan compiled all these clips. Well, not all the clips, but the, the best of the best into a little montage. Uh, and so without further ado... Uh, let's roll it. Kelsey? It's Game of Thrones. It is Game of Thrones. Okay. I like these. <laughs> <laughs> and Campbell. Yeah, absolutely whips ass. I'm basically the internet's favorite boy. But I respect my wife. And- this is the best Tecmo Super Bowl play. The throwing from one end to the other. Oh, did I do it? <sighs> Oh, hell yeah. Murder time? Luis? Oh, Luis. Got him all right. Uh, Marshawn uh, Lunch. Marshawn Lunch. Lunch. Did they send us just? That's Mr. Lunch. Marshawn Lunch. Marshawn Lunch. Lunch. <laughs>
Harry's dead body was right Who's outside. Who's that? He knows. 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 He who are we what voting you, for? Is it not great? I voted for Andrew. Boy was in there. I didn't see him. Boy was in there. <laughs> Andrew. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Prince Andrew. Andrew it is. Prince Andrew. Prince Andy. Oh, Andrew voted for himself, <laughs> mate. I, I hate you so much. <laughs> Tom, Tom, follow me. Tom, Tom, you don't need to fake tasks. But I also feel like Were Louise just popped out of the vent in a in the uh, what in the in the oh. uh, in the children. What? Oh, okay, okay. Are you fucking kidding me? I believe it was a kente cloth. Whoa! Right? Oh, nice. No, like the Democrats. Like the Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, British English, pants or underwear. Rare baseball card. Where the fuck's David Roth when you need him? Gonna remember some guys. <laughs> I want to rock and roll all night and potty every day. <laughs> that is also incorrect. What? what? <laughs> uh, I'll do the pug for five hundred as well. I'm... Sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> all right. Judging by the screen cap and the whimsical name, I'm it's gonna really guess. Moving. That this is a TV show that Luis has watched at least twice, and it's probably <laughs> on FX or USA. <laughs> Am I accurate so far? Weirdly, yes. Which, which, <laughs> character, <laughs> which character are you going to welcome here, Samer? Kind of. I'm just going to go with you're the worst. Holy fuck! Hey! <laughs> also, I thought of a better one for this last one. Then a clockwork Jace. Let's hear it. A Jace work orange. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. Jace work orange. Jace work orange. Well done. All right. Okay. AJ just pulled me he's into anime now. This son is a goddamn otaku. He spends all day watching Toonami, which airs on this channel. <laughs> okay. We said Shardy. We said Poopy. <laughs> And so that was year one of uh, Defector on Twitch. Um, we're going to keep streaming uh, as we go into year two. Uh, Trivia's going to come back this month. Um, you know, other ideas. I'm going to try playing some other video games, try to get other people in to uh, do stuff they want to do. Um, at the end of the day, our Twitch has felt like a really good space to just talk with people and, you know, the idea of it being something we can just put up in a day and, and hang out for an hour, two hours, whatever it might be, uh, has really been great for me. Um, and, and I don't want to speak for the rest of the staff, but I think a lot of people have had fun with it. Um, and so, yeah, uh, thank you all for, for watching, commenting, subscribing, both to Twitch and to the website, and we'll see you in year two. And before I go, gross gas. Oh, and look who's with us now. It's Giddy Nathan and Patrick Redford. Before we, I just want to say I have met David Roth's wife as well, yeah, and I also respect. Thank I also you. Respect her. I see. Look, I can, how hard can, is that? I see? can confirm wife. Yeah, these are two people that have met and respect. Do you respect, you respect her? Yeah. That's come on, dude. I tell you guys fine. don't yeah, respect okay. a good joke. That's what you don't respect. No, these are come on. These are two of our our foremost jokesters and wife respecters, gentlemen. 
Family men. Family gentlemen men. japesters. How, uh, how have you gentlemen... Uh, all right. You guys joined us uh, at the beginning with Defector. Uh, were you guys as confident uh, as, or should I say, as trepidatious as uh, Barry and Tom Lay were going in? Uh, and what have your expectations? How have they changed since uh, we started? I guess trepidation would require there being like another route that feels safer and better and the industry is just so stupid and broken that taking a shot on this did not feel scary to me unemployment yeah right like yeah i'm definitely gonna do this like, what other thing am i risking by like whatever right. writing a frank lakina <laughs> for, like with the well, sponsorship i, I, sh- that, I that begs say, some somewhat uncomfortable questions yes. yeah I, I should say uh during the the darkest moments of unemployment i told samurai i was going to start a oh a single purpose blog about frank lakina and he vetoed the and thank god they shut down the personal kinjas before yeah could have gotten out of sticks which is a shame because some of your best work was actually taken in that yeah patrick redford a lot of stories. Please subscribe, smash yeah. that subscribe button. Uh, God spare the girls. Novelist Kelsey McKinney's first exclusive interview. Wow, that's a huge get. How did you do that? Did you go through her publicist? Or yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's it's like it, there's a lot of industry terms I'll be throwing out here, but like I texted her on her phone. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah. hey, hey, what's up? What? Bold. Answer my emails, please. A bold, <laughs> yeah. A bold. <laughs> yeah, I would I would say the the death of PatrickRedford.Kinja.com. I would I would say it hit different for sure. It would you agree? It impacted notably. It, it smacked. It smacked interestingly. It's the bit. It's it, the bit we heard so much about. I it, know. I, well, we, we we were worried that this wouldn't go over well, and I think I think it's whacking conflictingly right now. It it walloped in a memorable fashion. Yeah, it, it bashed in a way that was at odds. So can sure. I ask you a little bit about the the hit differently bit, which has already become a huge hit uh, on Twitch on of course yeah, podcast. It's walloped contradictorily. Has so. it gotten you in any domestic? Uh, issues in terms of you guys doing it over the course of a long road trip together uh, for, for like an hour. Or uh, like that. Yeah, Patrick and I drove up Route 1 with my now fiance. Mm-hmm. Certainly not at the time. It might have been a deal breaker had it, you know, occurred at the time, but I You'd already we, locked it down, so yeah. you're like, time for the... <laughs> now it's time to try out some hit differently material. <laughs> Just kind of debased human language as far down as it could go. Yeah, this was post-quit Pre-website, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We um. No, he's yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. we spent some Pre-COVID, time down on the farm. Um, but I uh, sprained my ankle trying to climb a rock on the beach. That um, my partner was like, "Hey, don't, don't do, don't do that." And I did, and I sprained my ankle. And so then Giddy and Jane had to walk the goats all by themselves. So good. You guys had, the, I think, the two. I, I think that's a form. Of, I think we need to go that. back and yeah. ask what farm. Could you give us? Could you fill us in a bit on the farm life? Oh yeah. So or I was. This, we talk like a U.S. Acres sort of situation. I was out at this small farm slash nonprofit um, called Quail Springs, out in one of the driest parts of California. When we all famously quit our jobs. Yep. And you know, Patrick I lit out for goat country immediately. I, I, <laughs> I, I was there. I sent my email in, and then I walked into the commons. I was like all teary eyed, and I was just like, you know, I. I did this. I quit my job. I'm no longer employed. And they were just like, oh, what's up? Okay, damn, sorry. <laughs> like, they understood that it was a bad thing, but no one really understood, like, that people liked us and, yeah. like, respected us online until... Healthy brain. Someone came to visit the farm a few days later and kind of freaked out when he saw me. So then they were like, oh, yeah, this guy's, like, kind of uses that computer. <laughs> what happened, when they, yeah, what happened when they freaked out? What did they say? Everyone's like, oh, okay, this actually is a big deal. No, 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 no. What did the person freaking out say? He was just like, oh, my God, you, you, you worked at Deadspin. That was such a good site. And then everyone was just kind of like. You're like, one of these fucking goat herds <laughs> know what it is. I was not trying to big time. They definitely did, like, 
harder and more real work. I mean, my man made an axe and gave it to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Shout it's out to Brandon. cooler than it, it really, It really bashed contrastingly to, yeah. to have that homemade <laughs> yeah, axe was, in my hand. You two served a good purpose during that period of, of on and under employment too, just because you both were having extremely scenic periods of extremely quixotic, either unemployment or like weird goat-related employment, which was good because my whole time was just basically like moving between the softest surfaces in my home <laughs> on which I like arrayed my sad porky body and like becoming increasingly gelatinous. Yeah, just basically yeah, like week. softening into <laughs> like like when certain types of dogs can get completely circular. Mm, yeah. Donut mode. But then so I'm in donut mode and you're like, yeah, I gotta go like argue with the goats and you're foraging for mushrooms uh, yeah. in a Herculean Yeah, you guys were process. doing shit. It was kind of annoying. Yeah, it was. It was weird. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. We, for we, sure. we, we went out to Washington and Patrick visited for a couple of days, and he was successfully mushroom pilled in yeah. that time. Where in Washington? Uh, pretty suppose this small is town. This is the yep. Peninsula. It's like over here. There we go. It's a little Michigan bit for our uh, yeah. Our next <laughs> yep. our two for the real heads. A little hint of who's coming <laughs> up. <laughs> I uh, I remember before we quit, I I knew I had to quit, and I I was like, well, I, I need to talk to my wife about this because uh, you know because you respect her. I, yes. Well, yeah, because but we have three kids, and you know. My right. job paid for the healthcare and stuff, and so I went to her. and I was like, I don't, I don't know. She's good. Say this, and I was like, I laid out the situation, and she's like, she's like, oh, you have to quit. And I was like, yeah, is that all right? She's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> shit, all right. And I was like, I, so like by the time I quit, I was like, I was like, I had the seal of approval to quit. Like I, like it sucked to quit, but I had already like made, I had already made that emotional decision. The logistical part that I could do it successfully was like much, much more of a relief. I was like, ah. Oh, all right, I can do this. I, all I have to do is type an email. That's all I have to do. Oh, my God. Fantastic. We're done. <laughs> and now, then it was like, okay, I'll just get another job. And then many, many months. Yeah. <laughs> the fa- a famously easy thing to do in right. this industry. Yeah. Drew might be the most employable person on our staff, too. It was yeah, but, you like, know, if I go to, like, Vanity Fair and I'm like, well, you know, really, I'd like to, like, do a compendium of people shitting themselves. <laughs> they're like, you know what, Drew? Like, we need something a bit more meaty than that. I'm like, like, well, I'll give you meaty. You know? But, <laughs> <laughs> now, are these royals but we, I remember we were talking, but, like, like while we were all out in sort of the diaspora, and who's that? like, none of these people want stupid blogs anymore. And it's like, we need a place to do stupid shit. And that's what we did when we did the unnamed temporary sports mm. blog for the Super Bowl and for the draft. But now we have a place we can do it all year long. Have you guys been stupid enough this year? Do you plan on being even <laughs> stupider as we go along? I don't I don't think I've been I don't think I've been stupid enough. Do you? Yeah, I don't know if Sam or recognizing a fart online has been brought up. Oh wait, yeah, we talked yeah, we talked about the fart, but we can we can recognize the recognition of the fart. But I think that's like the rainbow we're reaching for. I I have have a note on the yes, it's it's, should we be doing that every week? How many Mm. fart? How many more recognizing a fart blogs can we do? There are only so many farts. The universe provides, but it will never you like you can't force it because because if you don't overdo it, then it will uh, bash mismatchedly. (laughs) (laughs) They have notes on their phones. Fucking weenies. We're not allowed to see them before this. For a second, I was like, I can't believe you're looking at your fucking phone while we're doing. It's because oh, yeah, we're about to go on Instagram. Disrespect. Right. What's up? What's up, YouTubers? So as we're as we're running out of time, do you want to just do a speed run of these? You want to just hit them with thirty seconds of? Oh, uh, I, I, I feel actually, like we might empty the clip. We, oh right my god, that's oh, wait, terrible. Can you get those around. hearts going for Patty? Yeah, let's get the hearts going there in the studio. Is. 
And do you want to give us uh, some big energy reads? The famous Patrick Redford <laughs> big energy YouTuber reads. That yeah, we... what, sh- what should I say? Should I ask, do like a subscriber pitch? I think that's probably a good idea. Oh, what's yeah, up, yeah, YouTubers? Sure. We're back here at the podcast studio in Brooklyn. I'm hanging out with Giddy Nathan, Drew McGarry, David Roth. We got some other folks cooling off on the couch over there. <laughs> and now if you got like, how much do subscriptions cost? Like 80 bucks or something like that. And you're like, damn, where can I read some blogs about Frank Nilakina, about walnuts, things of that nature? Ooh, I, I like have some good news for you. The URL is defector.com. Once again, that is D-E-F-Ector or D-E-F-E-Ctor. <laughs> it works on knuckle tats. It works on your browser. Like and subscribe for more posts. Patrick, may I ask, is there an HTTP colon backslash backslash? I'm, gla- I'm glad you asked. That's sort of like an optional add-on. Okay, all right. Advanced all right. users only. Yeah. Do Nobody- Nathan and Patrick River, lovely to have you on. And now we have a special, special presentation from... The most popular fun bag guest hosts ever. <laughs> In fact, the most popular fun bag writers ever above me, too. Uh, Jeremy Levick and Rajat Suresh. We love them. Jeremy and Rajat, take it away. Yeah. Hey, guys. Jeremy and Rajat. It's Jeremy and Rajat. And we just wanted to say uh, congrats on one year, Defector. One year. That's really amazing. <laughs> so uh, awesome. Um, Very we cool. want to encourage everyone to renew their subscriptions. Please renew your subscriptions to Defector. I mean, we can all remember at the beginning of Defector, uh, they were really struggling with the subscriptions. Right. And we were happy to come in and help. Um, yeah. They, Defector had about three uh, subscribers. They had three, a small but loyal fan base before. Maybe four. In. There might have been four. We came in and we were happy to help and do a guest fun bag. Oh, my gosh. Barry reached out to us and begged us. He told us that he, it was a Make-A-Wish. We just yeah. kind of like, I don't know why you immediately jumped to Make-A-Wish. Yeah. We didn't. And we said, for who? And he was like, for me, I'm a Make-A-Wish kid. And I, to us, we were like, aren't you an adult? And I don't think Make-A-Wish you... has an adult section. I think that's what I, I was yeah, like, I don't think Make-A-Wish. Yeah, adult section. It's just for, it's you just never kids. hear about a Make-A-Wish adult. It's, it's a Make-A-Wish kid. Exactly. Um, and he was like, no, I am a kid. That's the, that like, I look like an adult because that's the disease I have. That's when we knew it was like a pretty serious, pretty serious. And we knew that we had to do something for Defector. It all worked out and we got, we got Defector the 40,000 subscribers that they wanted to make yeah. them millions and millions of dollars. And our fun bag became sort of an instant classic. Instant hit. Everyone, you should Check out the comments if you have the time. Every single person loved this fun bag. It really, we really knocked it out of the park with it. When something resonates like that, you know, oh my god, just, it's just amazing to be part of. I remember when, right when we the fun bag dropped, my phone was blowing up, which is pretty exciting. We do think everyone should renew their subscription. I don't. Yeah, everyone should renew their subscriptions because Defector is a great site. I love reading yeah. Defector. It's so cool what they're doing this year. I think there's going to be a lot of great, exciting new projects that they're doing. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I think the Defector swimsuit edition is going to be really great. This is, Jeremy kind of let it slip a little bit. Sorry. But it's okay. It's okay. No, this this should help the pledge drive. We, we have a preview. Take a look. And um, I think it's going to be really great. I think you're going to get it you're going to see a whole new sort of fan base of Defector. Absolutely. Sort of and hopefully even the Barstool oh. will come around. 
that would be great because that's a great site too. We're big fans of Barstool. We just like sports sites in general. Sports sites. I mean, Bill Simmons. Congrats again, Defector, on one year. Way to go. uh, We look forward to seeing uh, more of you guys naked. Great job. Great job on the bodies, guys. And the year. And the year. And the year. Okay, and then we got a uh, a special uh, segment that we taped earlier today. Yeah, I mean it's not that special. It's just guys that couldn't be here. Yeah, it's actually it's actually quite pedestrian. It's gonna be it'll be pretty familiar if you've been watching any of the stream up until now. You'll recognize a lot of the same tropes. Uh, not everyone could make it tonight. Uh, most notably, Chris Thompson and uh, newlywed Billy Hazley could yep. not join us. Congratulations, Billy. Yeah. Uh, but Ray Ratto and Albert Bernico were both able to join us via Zoom. Uh, just a couple hours ago. So let's uh, let's enjoy a little moment, a tender moment with Ray Ratto and Albert Bernico. <laughs> Joining us now are Albert Bernico and the esteemed Ray Ratto. Wow. Hi, boys. The two of our meanest staffers. Hey, oh, fellas. It's true. One, one is caustic and the other is politely a bit more caustic. Congratulations. It's good to have you. If, if Tango and Cash was both Tango. I think uh, I think the question that is on everyone's mind is, why the fuck aren't you two here? Yeah, what's happening? Where are you? Uh, well, I'm in Maryland. Uh, this answer is really boring. There was just no practical way for me to come up to New York. Oh, all right. I, I could have given you a ride on horseback and we could have clopped up. Wow. Like you, if I would have let you be in front, and it's, I would have ridden him back. It's terrible to have missed out on that. I know. For Albert to escape the haunted wood in which he lives, <laughs> it's like we would have had to start planning. Like we've been working on this event for for months, but there's a whole there's like a council of witches, and you have to do a bunch yeah. of tests. So it's just really Some, difficult to pull off. Somebody has to spill blood on the wooden bridge, and it can't be on purpose. So yeah. like. Yeah, you kind of, and that's even harder. I mean, of course, with the pandemic and all. I have to tell you, I drove up this morning, Albert, and I will give you a ride. But I had a a serious dad moment where I'm on the Jersey Turnpike and I'm getting off at the fucking Andrew Dice Clay rest stop, (laughs) and the car in front of me is going too slow. And I'm a Maryland driver, so I'm like, well, this is unacceptably, unacceptably slow. You're like, oh, my God, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've noticed I now have a Maryland accent. Like, I was reading an audio No, but you have a Maryland and accent. And I was like, so. And I was like, oh, my. <laughs> so, so she's going too slow, and she's not signaling, which makes her a Maryland driver, even though she didn't have Maryland plates. And so when she starts to turn away, I'm like, oh, all right, now I'm going to gun it and show her who's boss. And I gun it. And I, I go around her and the RPM on my on my Kia skyrockets to like 80,000. And behind me, there's a plume of black smoke. And I've never seen my fucking car do that. You rolled coal on and somebody. And I was like, I was like <laughs> that's not good. I might have broken my car because I was being such a fucking dad to this lady who was driving her Lexus at 55 miles an hour instead of 65 miles an hour getting off a fucking exit ramp. That could have been you, Albert. You could have been in the car yeah, being like, been- yeah. This is your big chance to say, oh, God, no, to your longtime co-worker. <laughs> Ray, how has your year been a defector? And where are you? Yeah, and where are you? You look like you're in a closet. Oh, I'm at the coffin and casket department at Ikea. <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like there's a football locker behind you. So I wanted to have a Rado nameplate yeah. and then a jersey, like a generic jersey that's not actually like official team apparel, but it just has like 56 on it. Yeah, actually, it's, it probably would have a polo from the training staff. 
That's that's me, babe. Just seeing you with that background makes me want to ask you a bunch of talk about questions that you obviously hate. Oh, I, I, we could probably have, you know basis with me. By the way, for for people who don't know, Ray is wearing a sweater right now. Very very rare and unusual apparel choice from from Ray, and we we commend you on that, sir. Well, if it helps, I'm not wearing pants. Oh, that gets us right back to even. So thanks so much. That is erotic. Wow. It's this this works best for me if you guys are clawing your eyes out by the way. <laughs> a mission accomplished, sir. So you're well, in, you're in the American Mountain West. I'm actually no longer in the American Mountain West because of uh, a late minute scheduling change. I'm back in hell. Ah, all right. Well, but okay. as you can see, my world is woodwork. So now, uh, gentlemen, have you had a fine year at Defector? What was your favorite part of the year working at Defector? The website. And may I just, yeah, may I just say the name Defector again? Yeah. With, for no reason. Dot com. You can find it on. Albert, did you have a nice year working with us? Uh, yeah, I had a great year. It's nice to have a job, have a place to work. I mean, that's like ninety percent. Right? Yeah. We're all like, like, like I couldn't find a fucking job. Yeah. We started. The I feel like this is gonna be a, as we continue to ask these answers of different staffers. There's gonna be a lot of people that were like, I was so dreading law school. So yes, this is the <laughs> best right. of my life. Yeah, we, all, we all had like we had like a, a goal and strategy session today, and like half the goals were like, uh, we hope the site still exists next year. Yeah. And then we're still employed. <laughs> we pay ourselves healthcare. What about you, Ray? Have you had a good year? I've had a great year because I found 20 like-minded psychopaths. Hey, Hell yeah. We love it. We I actually didn't think I would do it. I expected to sense more genuinely kind and nice people. And it turns out you're all stark staring. Yep. That's it's a total fucking snake pit. Yeah, we did all, it. You're, you're all, home. You're all complete <laughs> pieces of shit. I love it. Yeah. I, I thought McKinney could be a problem, but I think there's evil in it. Okay. Oh yeah, sooner or later. That's, the, that's that was one of our big goals. Again, not to let everybody in on, on what we were planning for the next year, but we are trying to get twenty percent crueler. Yep. And a just yeah, and really like sort of like lock into just help everybody find the worst version of themselves, and then let that version block. Yeah. It's, it's how can we be a, a meaner website that actually repels people mm. more than it attracts? So people. true, Drew. I agree. Well, anyway, uh, we hope to have to uh, see you again. A year from now, in person for the second anniversary party, which will be great. It's going to be in Vegas, and uh, oh. and we're going to be dancing in the COVID fa- fountain with uh, <laughs> all of our best friends uh, from U Arkansas. It'd be great. So we'll oh. see you again next Drew's year. Drew's really envisioned a whole uh, like a sequel to um, what's Lake it called? It's Resi- like kind of a Resident Evil vibe that I hadn't expected, but that's good. We'll get we'll get there. We got one year. All right, boy. That's right. See you fellas. All right, bye. Oh, thank you, Ray. Thank you. Uh, weren't they such nice company? They were, I thought they were fine. Ray wears a sweater not only on his body, but on his upper lip. Yeah. You have to respect. Which is good. That's because t- a warm lip is a productive Hey, lip. you know what? Uh, I just found we got a special message from somebody even more famous than we are. Oh, bro. Well, I don't a special even... incoming famous message from... Who could that even be? Bill Simmons? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nephew Bill? It's Bill Simmons from TheRinger.com. The Ringer Podcast Network and The Ringer Parasite Dewormer. And I just want to call in and wish a very happy birthday to my friends at Defector. I'll always remember the day Defector launched because it was the same day that we filmed House Eats 14 where Joe House ate a Boston taco. That's a Dunkin' Donuts Boston cream donut with clam chowder filling. He puked six times 
a sneaky high number of pukes. I just want to call in and congratulate you on a great first year. Defector's content was like the evolutionary 90210 mixed with the rich man's Dawson's Creek and sprinkled with the Challenge 2.0. You had some great moments this year. I'll never forget when Barry Pachewski had to shut down the site for a couple of days after accidentally sitting on his balls on Slack. Or when David Lee Roth and Drew debuted the Gross Gas Reverse Pantheon on their podcast Gases Exist. Or when Tom Legg got the Rachel Nichols take leaked to him and didn't post anything because there wasn't anything interesting in it. I'll never forget Lauren Tyson doing Lauren Tyson things. Dan McQuaid passing up an open dunk in the NBA Eastern Conference semifinals. Kelsey McKinney publishing her first novel about what if John Malkovich from Rounders was a real guy and he was my friend. Luis finding a shrimp tail in a cinnamon toast crunch. Or Samer's passionate argument about how the best Nigerian entrepreneur is Jason Calacanis? Calacanis? Producer Uncle Nephew Kyle. Remember to edit that part so I said the right one. Defector's done a lot of great work, and this is only the beginning. Soon, you'll be big enough to union bust. If you need any help, you have my AOL email. I gotta go. I just got a great idea for a podcast where my college buddy NBA Young Sully underscore never broke again and I remember random baseball players. I call it the Rememberables. Good luck with the rest of your show. But first, Pearl Jam. He really did. He ruined Pearl Jam for me. Hey, we have Lauren Tyson and Maitri Anantharaman here with us. How are you guys doing? Good. Uh, we're doing well, yeah. Uh, I can't tell where you guys are from uh, oh. based on your uh, Equidistant outerwear. from Ottawa and Detroit. Okay. Hockey country, USA. I've always <laughs> wanted to ask somebody this on a live broadcast, but who are you wearing? Uh, so this is a very special jersey, actually. It's a Kachuk. I can't really turn it's around. It's a Brady Kachuk jersey. Can confirm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, this was really cool. You guys, I mean, you guys paid for this, really. Yeah. Uh, not in I mean, didn't we all pay for it? Yeah. Pretty much. Well, so I guess technically, technically I paid for it, too. But anyway, right. um, <laughs> I, so I had to get surgery back in March, and it was very chill, and it was fine, and it worked out okay. But um, I was nervous at the time, and uh, when I was coming home from the hospital... I was still very, very high, and I hopped into Slack to like let you guys know that I was okay. And Jasper goes, Lauren, the Senator's jersey is from us. And I'm like, the what now? <laughs> <laughs> so I got back into my apartment. I saw that I had a package. I opened it up, put it on immediately, and it's a very special jersey. Is it the best Kachuk, or is Keith the best Kachuk? Uh, I didn't really get to watch Keith very much at the time. Okay. Uh, I I like Brady the most, I would say. If Absolutely. I had to, like, you know, guys right marry, now, fuck, kill, I would probably marry Brady. <laughs> I feel Karen? like... Who? Taryn. Taryn, I don't... Oh, hockey. man. Oh, wow. That complicates things a lot. What Let's, a name. Taryn Kachuk. Taryn Kachuk. Wow. I feel like there was a a prime age, a golden age of hockey Keiths. Mm. It was Keith, Keith Kachuk. Primo. Keith Primo. Primo. Yeah. And probably some other Keith. But Duncan to me, two, two makes a trend. <laughs> so... Uh, my three, who are you wearing? I have. Uh, I don't have such a heartfelt story about my jersey. This is Steve Eiserman, and I just borrowed it He's from He's just Lauren's. a beloved person. Yeah. I just borrowed it from Lauren. We definitely didn't plan this. Is it fit. possible <laughs> that Steve Eiserman's uh, a legacy in Detroit is the fact that he, like Ypsilanti, uh, his name starts with a Y and then has another consonant right after Maybe. I like that theory. I think you're He's Stevie it. Y. You know, he can't be anything else. He's not, you know, if he was Stevie L... That'd be terrible. It could have been Stevie Ice, but that would have been sort of boring. I don't think right? Because like Stevie Matt Ryan Ice. is Matty Ice, yeah. so that kind of ruins Ice for like all of us. Stevie really. Y. There's only one Stevie Y in the whole world. Is that? Is that? that I think that that it. is Michigan bias and not a factually supported. Can you statement. prove me wrong? I can't. 
Then what are you Show doing? Show me here? where on the hand I'm wrong. I feel like you're anti-Michigan bias. I'm not anti-Michigan. Yeah. I don't have That's that. That's funny. I mean, we actually we we we've worked with you guys long enough that we are all now anti-Michigan. <laughs> yeah, even though I that went to Michigan. My sister went to Michigan. Like I like. That's but, how yeah, insufferable we are. It is. It's basically like every now and then the uh, slack will just be taken over by you being like. The uh, who was the big the big dude named John the big center guy on the on Michigan? Uh, oh, John Teske. John Teske, okay. where you're like he's shooting threes now, and everybody's like, yeah. "Be quiet." And Hunter Dickinson, John Teske, yeah. and then we had Hunter Dickinson. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's an insult to Mitch McGarry, the original Mitch McGarry, Mitch McGarry. Oh, yeah. Michigan big man who sounds like me, but is not spelled like me. Like in the same way that you could conceivably have been busted by campus police smoking pot outside of Jerusalem Garden, Mitch I McGarry was, actually did it. I was chased by campus police at college once and outran wow. them. And let me tell you something: <laughs> you better be a fat ass shit if I can outrun you. Yeah, like. Walk on offensive lineman aspirant, and they're like, he's just, he had his motor was too high. <laughs> it's nice to be out of out of Michigan for a bit. I feel like I get caught up in the hustle and bustle of, of Ann Arbor. And, You've also and like, you barely could, seen any of us ever. I mean, could, yes. We've hung out when I've been in Michigan, but like, so, generally speaking. Yeah, it's it's nice to see, you know, quaint little, little New York. You have mm-hmm. some... Is it nice to take your foot off the gas? Yeah, exactly. Also, it's just, you know, city life, you know, the way it is. And so just seeing other parts of the country is... Something we should mention is that when we all quit our jobs, Maithri had not met any of us. Yes. Correct? Correct. So was that freaking weird? Yeah, it it was... um, I guess you could say that. Are you going to go to the... conventional employment. Are you going to go to the big house this fall? Yeah, I'd like to at some point. Do I you, got I got pretty uh, you, emotional seeing it on television. I haven't been in in a couple of years. I think maybe junior year of college was the last time I was I was in the big house. But uh, I I should ask because when we all quit our jobs, um, you were I think you and Luis were probably the people we had. Oh, what I I think that you, I was trying to think about who had been with us for the least amount of time before we all quit, and I wanted to ask you. Was there a time before you quit where you were like, why am I quitting for these motherfuckers? I don't, I barely know these Yeah, people. every single day. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I remember uh, Lauren, um, our last podcast under the imprimatur yeah. of our old place, you were the guest. Yeah. And it was, and you quit, I believe, either the next morning or later that day. Later that day. It was later that sure. day. That was the last time I was in that building. And I remember you were among the most certain people at first. Uh, officially, I was like the very, I mean, by like one minute, I think in front of Laura Wagner, I was like the first person to quit. Do you, do you hang that over Laura ever? Well, okay, so Laura, <laughs> like, Laura and I, I can use that as a point. So Laura and I have been in a competition, like a running competition this whole week. Not that it matters to me, you know, but it matters <laughs> to her. I beat her in foosball. I dominated her in foosball yesterday. And then you wanna, she just, you to was 10 to 2. Wow. Uh, but anyway, we're looking for more competitions. Uh, there's a Miss Pac-Man machine at the hotel that will probably get some use. And then obviously the party tomorrow night. We're going to have Papa Shot. We're going to have Ooh. Dome Hockey, which I will destroy anyone in Dome Hockey. Oh, boy. Uh, so it's not air hockey. It's Dome Hockey. It's Dome I believe it's Dome Hockey, Now, did yes. you win Big Jenga? No, I didn't. That's the thing. We're one and one right now. So Laura did win Big Jenga. Barely. It's okay. <laughs> it's not, well, I mean, now, everything in Jenga is barely. Now the rubber match has to be game. tonight. Well, I think we're doing best of five. Okay, so, so we got a few more. There to will go. be a rubber match at some point. We'll we'll work it out. Yeah, we'll get you extra drunk and you'll play the three tonight, and then the the ultimate rubber match will be. Yeah, Papa Shot tomorrow. I'm worried about Tava Shot though. I have I was like the champion a couple of years ago when we quit, but uh, 
now it's like I feel like CM Punk. I'm coming back after a really long layoff, and I don't really know if I still got it. <laughs> so you're not sure. You're not sure if you're gonna be as legendary as you once were. It's high expectations, well, you, know? you know. It'll I, be a big pop when I walk in and like everyone's cheering for me. But <laughs> almost everyone. Know, I mean, a lot didn't of pressure. Punk wrestle. Your buddy, my my love, Darby your special Allen. friend, Darby Allen. Oh yeah, Darby <laughs> Allen. That's not a tangent we need to get into on here, though. That I is, that, but that is another like twenty twenty one wrestling name, like Darby, Darby Allen. Allen. Like I, yeah, because I'm still like, I'm still used to like Greg the Hammer Valentine and like you know the Road Warriors and like, just, like, like there has to be a little the, hood rat naming himself after like punk rockers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it has to be like a uh, the blank. Guy, or Brutus the Barber, beef. <laughs> yeah, and now it's just like if there's not a definite article in there. Now it's like not Paige and Darby Allen, and I'm like these people. These people's names are too like normal. Like I want them to be more. I, I need them to be like the Executioner. Yeah, <laughs> and they come out and like there's uh AEW has the Butcher and the Blade. Ooh, I like team. that. Yeah. yeah, is that that's a tag and their valet? Team? Yeah, their valet is the Bunny. Do like they do they blade? Like yeah, uh, yeah, they've definitely bled. The Butcher and the okay. Blade also it's, sounds like a farm to table restaurant. It yeah, does. Like, I like, you know, like the idea. in Detroit. Yeah, but it's like it's meat forward. Yeah, but the lamb you would like <laughs> you just don't want to miss it. My three. Uh, how has your work at Defector dot com? The website. Uh, deferred from your work in the past, you feel uh, more comfortable as a professional blogger person now than you had before. I don't know that I was. Yeah, did doing you have any a work? job before <laughs> this? Um, no. So, yeah, I can't really answer that question. No, but you were blogging for Deadspin. I was blogging for Deadspin. Before. Yeah, I don't know that I'm any more comfortable. I think I'm still sort of like paranoid every single day I work that my work is terrible. So. It's your, deep, dark Your work fears, is not terrible. Hours. Your work is actually very, very, very But I think that's like chat. a thing. I, just, I don't know. I feel like some level of that is healthy. Like it, it helps well, it might keep be a me bit on my game, but I think most of it is unhealthy and I should chill out. Is a it a bit of perfectionism? Like do you feel yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right, okay. That's a big part of the job though, I think, for all of us for starting something is that like, it, we're all doing at least one thing that we probably haven't done before. Like for you, you both have done a lot of like newsletter like related newsletter stuff. and social stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is just like it, you know, it's not like rocket science, but it's also not second nature. And it, you know, wouldn't be if you hadn't done it. Like what, uh, what has the newsletter experience done for? It's been really cool. So for those of you who don't know, like uh, if you're a pal level or above subscriber at Defector, you get like a premium daily newsletter that is just like, it's like a recap of some of the blogs, but then it's also like bonus stuff like Roth every Thursday, like just remembers a guy and ends up putting way, way too yes. much work into it. I really do. Uh, and just summarizes <laughs> these careers and always has like a very profound thought at the end. Uh, Luis and his like rotting brain will share like whatever like pop culture obsession he has this week or like Kelsey will dive into like athlete Instagrams. Anyway... Uh, there's, it's, I don't know. It felt kind of cool. I always felt like newsletters that I got were like too impersonal and I thought that there might be a way to do it where it's more like a zine. Uh, and that's sort of been very cool. Uh, and like, yeah, I guess the two of us have been kind of working on that more than, more than anyone else. And it's just been nice to have that like little space every day, uh, to just like put kind of fun stuff and like Riff connect with, uh, connect with the readers. You know? uh, Lower I'm sorry, were yeah. you talking guy remembering? Yes. Would it's really funny. It, that is it we possible bring that, up. that you and Roth might be willing to remember? You know, some guys I vaguely remember. Now? I think we remembered some guys the other day. I don't really recall. That sounds like something we yeah. might have done. You, though. you were sort of, you were kind of an all. Like, yeah, I was state. very heavily medicated. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> no, uh, we do actually have that. Yeah. 
Should we? Do we? Are we watching that now? Are we going to? I don't know. I mean, I, I would like to watch that. Well, that's not. We're yeah, always I'm doing intrigued. what Drew wants. I'm what? intrigued by this. All right, so well, guys, my three wants it. Please then, yes. press the guys button. DJ Shockley, mash. <laughs> Hey, Roth. Hey, Lauren. How are you? What are I'm, you doing here? Uh, I'm in at our the office. office. Yeah. I'm, I'm also at the working office. Working hard. Checking all these out. So we got a bunch of packs here. Yeah, I know. I yeah. like it. Do you want to talk about this one? Because you were trying to, like, cheat. I no, guess. I was. You are trying no, to cheat. Yeah, there's the, the clear cheating. packaging. Well, that's... See, cheating to me is like... There was a Mets logo visible through the pack. It's like when you have a buzzer on your chest that tells you when there's a breaking pitch coming. That's not... I, what I'm doing here is taking advantage of the fact that Score, in their first ever uh, set, went with a clear plastic uh, packaging that allowed you to see who was on the back. I can tell with a degree of certainty that there is a Randy Milligan Mets prospect party. Do you want me to see if I can prove that right? Yeah, would you mind? Is that okay? Mike? I think so, yeah. Do you want to start with it or finish it? I would, well, you know, wherever. I think the suspense might kill If it's you. okay with you, I'd like it if you'd move the card around and put it in the pack at different points so I can talk about it at different times. Okay. Thanks. We'll see if you're right. First up, uh, I had not heard of this guy. Do you remember Brooke Jacoby? Yes, I do remember Brooke yeah? Jacoby. Um, well, there's like two paragraphs worth of text. Yes, so I mean, this is like one fun fact. This is what's so good about this score set. It's what there's so much information. I love to be here all day. If you read through it, it's like a little feature. There's like quotes. It's like a blog. It's reported. Yes, and this is why score will always be near and dear to me. Like, there's good photographs on the <laughs> cards and stuff, but they also decided that what the game was missing was like a little 400-word featurette on Brooke Jacoby that you could sell to an 11-year-old like, version I'm not even of me. being I'm not even being ironic. It's acceptable blogging. Brooke, a streaky power hitter whose father was a minor league pitcher in the 60s, had a month to remember, July, in 87, as he batted 361, third best in the AL, and hit three homers in one game. I mean, most people remember the month of July. Yeah, I also like that they're on a first-name basis with Brooke. Yes, instantly. For a while, uh, Cleveland was trying to um, succeed by only having guys that hit 30 homers and drove in 55 runs, and it was a really, really, <laughs> it didn't work out. Did all right for a while, though. Yeah. Okay. There he goes. Dave Magadan? That's New disrespectfully. York intentionally Sorry. tank that pronunciation to make me mad. <laughs> you do it, then. All right, yeah, it's Dave Magadan. I don't remember him. No, I, I understand why you don't remember him. He never hit homers, um, so it was like kind of an empty 315 type guy, but... Hmm. If you were, say, a skinny little leaguer with no uh, obvious baseball skills beyond caring a lot, hmm. that's the sort of player you would talk yourself into possibly someday being. Glenn Braggs. We love Glenn Braggs. For one thing, fantastic baseball name. We've definitely talked about him in the past, right? Although he did not realize all of that tremendous promise in 87, he still had a decent season. Well said. I mean, I think that could be said about me during my... Uh, Your 87? My age nine season. He was just a super <laughs> jack. a little skinny in this one. Who, yeah, who hit homers and uh, I think once broke a bat just by swinging it too hard. Like he didn't hit the ball and he didn't oh, break it over sick. his neck. Yeah, so that's he was so sick. hardcore. Uh, Steve Crawford? Mustachioed Red Sox relief yeah, guy. Yeah, was a good stash. Dude, it's I remember. on the bat. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah. That is... That was like peak performance mm -hmm. in 1987-88. Heads were larger then, uh, mm -hmm. so you needed a mustache to sort of just provide extra coverage, yeah, take the sense. pressure off some of the upper lip area. Mm -hmm. Mark Wasinger? He looks skinny oh, as wow. hell on this. I don't think I know who that is. Really? Yeah, I do remember that card. Oh, um, okay. I'm assuming it's just like some random rookie. There's like 700 cards. He's a scrappy and versatile infielder. Oh yeah, they love. that's a really great type of guy to be. They love versatile and valuable fill-ins. Hell yeah. Rafael Ramirez? Yeah. 
So that's a great looking swing. That really tells you a lot about Rafael Ramirez. As I recall, he was kind of like a dude that would hit 250 and get on base somehow like even less often. A see Randy guy? Milligan card. He's a rookie prospect. Aspect. He's the best young hitter I've seen all year, said Columbus manager Bucky Dent. He wore us out. So that's an opposing manager asked for comment about a top prospect. That's reporting. The last line is actually kind of dark, too. It right. says, unhappily, Randy's a first baseman on a team that has one of the best in baseball, Keith Hernandez. Yeah, um, that was unhappy for him. He wound up with the Orioles, and he had, like a, I think, a decent major league career, all told. Cool. Juan Castillo, Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. Do you want to guess what skill is highlighted uh, in the first sentence? If I get this wrong, I'll be very embarrassed, but I'm gonna, he looks like a versatile guy. Is he a versatile guy? He's an outstanding defensive whiz. Oh. Although he wielded a weak bat. Is there a quote from Tom Treblehorn about how he's the kindest man he ever knew? <laughs> Ed Lynch, former Matt. Former Matt. Uh, he traded him right before they won the World Series, which was too bad. I think he felt like he really got done dirty there because he was on a lot of the crappy teams before that. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, by the time he finally had the opportunity to triumphantly um, experiment with pills and powders with Jesse Orozco and Danny Heath, he's already gone. <laughs> Very sad. Mm. I don't really understand what's going on here. Reggie Jackson with the Angels. And it says 1982 to 86 on it. And in the back, it says, a salute to Reggie Jackson. And then it's freaking long. <laughs> really long. This. That's fantastic. There's, I want to grow out the way Aretha Franklin sings with respect and amazing grace. Fuck. Love that. Is that, a, that's on the back That's a quote. It's fantastic. not attributed to anyone, but I assume it's, it's Reggie's quote. Yeah. No, it's cool. <clears throat> Last guy, Dave Angle. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I 35 the, games with the Tigers. Yeah. And huh. he'd be a twin, right? Yes. He plays my favorite position, which is catcher first base. Mm. Which is basically just means that you're a slow guy. Pretty much. But uh, his hat is I think what we really should be celebrating here. Yeah. That Expos hat, That's where it hat. was like um, like a trivial pursuit thing that mm -hmm. had been filled in with all the different uh, attributes. Yeah, plus I should get that. some Expos merch, honestly. Yeah. Anyway, we're done. All right. <laughs> ah. You left out the Rafael Palmero card. I left out a few, yeah. It's fine. Hi. Hi. That's Dan McQuaid and Dave McKenna. Yes. From Philly and D.C. represented in full by the Defector staff. How you guys doing? It's the 95 uh, connection here. Yeah. yeah. How's how's the stream going? I was watching Games Done Quick earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Did you they learn Super anything? Mario World? Yeah. So they I, they only had like about like like double the viewers of us. So, you know, you're a Twitch an established brand. Yeah. You could be like Luis. You could watch three different Twitch streams on three different speeds all at the same time while you're reading Jane Austen. <laughs> we were napping in the hallway while the show was going That's on. That's fair. We, did, we made you wait in the hallway like, like you're waiting for a connecting flight, and I already feel bad about it. That. Did you feel like you were not getting treated in a suitably big-time fashion? Well, Hendrix closed Woodstock. We Are the World closed Live Aid. Me and Dan... Close defector birthday. Yeah, that's wow. true. Yeah, yeah. No He's pressure. I mean, I mean Hendrix is cool, but we are the uh, world. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, wait. What should uh, Bush close the first night of Woodstock '99? Did they? I was trying to come up with one from my say, from like, my era. I guess like Lit played it. I don't remember. They, did, they, did did Lit play Woodstock '99? Probably. One of I mean, them, yeah. I mean that. I mean, they certainly didn't play '94. '99 Limp, Limp was their time. had to be there. Yeah, Limp Bizkit Oh, you know what? 99. Yeah, '94 was the one. So with all the mud, so Green yeah. Day was like eating mud, and and like Trent Reznor was. 
yeah. falling out on the keyboard. Yeah, there's and that 99 really... was when everything burned and everyone got yeah, insulted. 99 was the one with all the sewage. That was the like, one that, that was they a... made the documentary about. They didn't make no documentary about Green Day like playing in mud for fun. Right. I bet there's a Woodstock 94 documentary. Yeah, just not a recent uh, one. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not like this where it's like... No, like, one's, no one's looking back at it. Yeah, you know, like porno for pyros completists <laughs> are watching it, but that's about all of it. Uh, Dan is... Uh, as the official Philadelphia correspondent of Defector, is there enough Philly content on Defector? And what are you going to do to remedy that shortage in the coming year? <laughs> uh, well, I will try to write more about Philadelphia. Um, you know, there are sometimes comments when I do that's like, oh, Dan's writing about Philadelphia again. Um, and I appreciate those because, I, you know, I just I, I do I do write about Philadelphia a lot. And I think that's so. unfair, though, because you also write about the Jersey Shore. I do. Oh, yes. yeah. We should have uh, Wildwood Boardwalk shirts next week. I was hoping to do it this week, but. I, I didn't finish it. You so. got a lot of other things going on. So you did yeah. a bunch of video stuff for this. I did. Yes, I am our video editor, although yep. I probably do more writing than anything else. And also but. you're uh, the executive director slash merch boy in chief. As I well. am. I am the the uh, the merch man, uh, the <laughs> the hype dude. I don't know. So, um, I, so yeah, so I, yeah. I run our, uh, yeah, I run our merch store and... Um, obviously, I have a lot of help uh, from other people, a company called Fee Marketing, um, or maybe it's FII Marketing. I honestly don't know. Um, runs our uh, runs our distribution, and it's printed by a worker-owned print shop That's um, cool. in Massachusetts, which is really cool. Um, yeah. You know, when we look to do merch, we could have done it, you know, just go to the cheapest supplier. But I felt like we would have looked really stupid if... If we didn't, um, I mean, and for actual good reasons, but mainly just not to look stupid. You know? Also, the yeah. Nintendo fee was my favorite game console. Uh, when I was <laughs> Is there any possible way that we could get a Defector t-shirt sold at a shop in Wildwood? Or is that no. is that wow. pipeline of distribution wow. so locked down and so corrupt it cannot be <laughs> breached? I, I would say it is. I could do it. I would have to, you know, you can go into one of those stores and they will custom print basically anything for you on it. Yeah, but we'll, we'll it, be able to get in the window. In the window. To like, oh. uh, you know, next to like, I'm not as think as you drunk I am. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. That's exactly or just like right. a t-shirt that Sun's has like, out, guns out. Right, or yeah. like Rick and Morty are on it, but the text just says, that's right, I'm Serbian. Like yeah. I, something like that. I actually yeah. walked by a fat dude today who and had a shirt and it said, I'd flex, but I want to keep this shirt. Fantastic. So, it was yeah. spot on. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... That's uh so my like closest connection, um, a person who I had sort of become friendly with over the <sighs> decade of reporting on Wildwood Boardwalk t-shirts. Um uh but he sold his shops. Um he he owned like three shops on on the boardwalk and he he sold his his interest in them. And one of them isn't even a t-shirt shop anymore. It sells like, you know, bongs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, one one thing that, you know, um, you know, people have talked about, you know, what COVID, what industries it has it has harmed. Uh the 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 commemorative wax hand industry, uh COVID has killed it and I do not believe it will ever That's recover. a shame. Although also at the same time, uh how is there a commemorative wax hand <laughs> industry to begin with? Uh I mean, you know, uh, Wax hands, they could be valuable. They're like, what if so, someone turned it into an NFT? You then, know? yes, then Ooh, you would buy one, sell it later the next day, and completely redo That's your basement Dan, with the profits. Dan is also Defector's <laughs> chief crypto correspondent and has made money in NFTs. Dave McKenna is, of course, our chief Irish DC guitar 
gearhead correspondent. I wanted to ask he heads you, up our Dave, Robert Pollard Institute for Guitar Research. Yes, that's right. Has there been enough Guided by Voices coverage on Defector in the past year? And what can we do to remedy that going forward? I haven't. I don't think I've. I've written about Guided by Voices like twenty six years ago. It was the last time. But uh, Robert Pollard threw the first no hitter at in Wright State University history. No shit. He's in his high school Hall of Fame for baseball and football. Well, let's talk about Ireland then. What about <laughs> Ireland? Have, has there been enough Ireland coverage on Deadspin? On Defector, I fucked up again. Wow. Oh, wow. That's, oh, wow. that's two, man. Well, Just hurling is take hurling. Take it, there it is. Good. Oh, Hur- you have covered hurling. Hurling is hurling. Is caper tossing Scottish well, or Irish? Tyrone is playing Mayo, County Mayo and County Tyrone this for the Gaelic uh, All-Ireland Finals. Everyone should watch yeah, that. Everyone okay. knows about that, Dave. Yeah, that's true. Well, they, you know, Dublin was. As, you know, <laughs> as you know ads, Dublin. Ads for weeks. Dublin yeah, lost. It, you know, they, they won six in a row, first time in the 140-year history of the GAA tournament. Wow. But oh. they're out this year, so it's Mayo versus Tyrone. Where do you oh, watch so it? we're guaranteed a new champion. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's, it's very exciting. Yeah, things are looking up in uh, 20. Who do you guys got? Uh, what is hurling? Hurling's hurling like, is hurling. It's like yeah, but uh, like it's just you just hurl stuff. Well, same. I say it's a, it, it's it's a combination of of like lacrosse and kill the guy with the ball. It's a it's Ooh. a you it's very it's an amazing skill. You have to. It, it's a very long story that we don't have time to go into, but it, there's a very nationalistic purpose to the game in Ireland. Sports? It helps. It helped defeat, It helped defeat the British to keep, to get the British out. You you had to play it if you were Irish. You couldn't play soccer or or cricket or rugby. Those were garrison games. So you played hurling or Gaelic football. Those were the two sports you were allowed to play if you were in the IRA. And uh, and that's going back 130 years. And so they still these sports mean tons. To the, to the people there. And if you grow up, you play hurling, and you have to start when you're five years old, or you'll never get it because it, it's a stick and ball game. <laughs> it's incredibly hard. And uh, I, I, I do recommend everyone watch it. And you will, it's, it's a wonderful spectator. How sport. legible would it be to a normal person trying to watch it? No, it very, very. Because okay. they, cause they, the goals in hurling, like they, they shoot between goalposts from like 90 meters away, like literally – the 90 meters away on the run while being whacked with sticks they will can go switch hit left hit hand right hand and bat a ball 90 90 meters between uh posts it's it, and it's very majestic it's like a long home run happens every few minutes in it's funny because i i played rugby in college and i will watch rugby on tv and still not know what the fuck's going on <laughs> Which is really more my failure than rugby's. But you're you're making it sound like hurling is a lot more easy to comprehend. The field is much. It's like 140 meters long or something. It's it's so much bigger than a football field. There's 15 guys aside, and there's one referee. And so there's no call. So it's pretty much anything goes, which really it's well, a I wonderful can... sporting event. There's no TV timeouts. It's a great. I again, I I can't, I can't. Why, why have they not added more referees? Well, that'd be no fun. Yeah, I think that might be the answer okay. there. Right. Cop. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> sounds like something a British guy would suggest. <laughs> <laughs> do they have replay in hurling? They have just added it only at the oh, games did they, at, did they only really? for the championship games at Croke Park, which is an 80,000-seat stadium in Dublin. The rest of the county games, they don't have it. But they do have kind of a VAR thing. To, to show if a, uh, 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 the ball went between the posts or not, it, you know, because it's, it's going fast and you can't really So they have VAR, but they only have one rep to see if someone completed the It's very the rarely home. used, but it's almost like but, the and, tennis. And thing. that seems like something that video review could get correct. I mean, you know, 
but uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't take a long time. Actually, so, Dan, you're more pro replay, I believe, than the rest of the. I staff. am. Yeah, I'm fine with with replay. Like that's not why sports are long to me. Sports why are long because commercial yeah. breaks. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's so, like when replay, you're, so we should eliminate commercial breaks instead. Yes, of, but is it? But doesn't replay exist so that there are more commercial breaks? Absolutely. That is true. Or I could just like become a kid again when like, you know, like there was a time when I had this like as an adult, I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I just loved all the beer ads. And now I think they're so stupid. Oh, I understand who right. they were advertising to. Oh, uh, dude, you I know. was so horny for the Bud Bowl when I was a kid. I was like, the oh, Bud Bowl, Who's the Budweiser win? Frogs, uh, the Marlboro one. Miles, you know. Uh, we got what was the, up, what guys was the pit bull? What was the pit bull? Oh, like? Spuds, Spuds McKenzie. Spuds. McKenzie yeah. uh, like, all aimed at kids. It was all Toys R Us. Yeah, I find the whole beer. commercialism just disgusting. And that's the not frogs. what we're about at Defector.com. You com. can subscribe today. Wow. Uh, that we might even have a discount. And you can go to DefectorStore.com and got, get merch. You can. You can get amazing. There might be and a if hat. You are, I heard there's a hat coming. Is there a hat coming? Oh, yeah. I should have said that like right away. Whoops. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, oh, I guess okay. I should have prepared something before. Uh, yeah, so we will be releasing two hats tomorrow. Um, Whoa, no cap? It is a <laughs> oh, no cap. On, man. Two caps. Uh, <laughs> this is a long story about cap. Um, but yeah, like so we have, a, nice. we have a baseball-style hat and a dad-style hat. Ooh. Um, and they will yeah. ship at the end of the month. What there have been some supply hat? chain issues. Uh, a dad style hat kind of comes down a little lower. Okay. Um, it looks well, more like a, it's like a hat that like, um, you know, like this, the announcer in the sandlot where it's that stupid cap with a fish on it. That's okay. kind of a dad. All hat. right. Yeah. So um, crown. as opposed to like a baseball hat, which baseball player. Okay. You know what? You know what I miss are the, uh, the hats with the sun flaps. Like, uh, uh, or like, like during like the Casbah the video, Eva, Eva during, the, um, during the 08 World Series, what, it was like freezing, and they had like these like winter types of those caps that pulled down over your ears. <laughs> oh, like like a like a like a sheepdog jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, but it was like I, a baseball I don't cap. Even, I, I call it a jacket. That can't even be correct. Uh, I understood what you meant. Dan McQuaid and Dave McKenna, two fabulous representatives of the Northeast Thank you, friends joining us, and you are the last guests of the Defector birthday party. Is there anything you guys would like to say to sum up the past year in full and moving forward that we can be inspired by? Perfectly fine if not. Yeah, if you don't. So, you we know. Actually, we just want to leave, actually. Be, before we started this, I mean, I feel like lots of people other than me took way more initiative in sort of getting this started. I mean, I was certainly like involved and, you know, and along for it. But, you know, I was sort of just like sitting at home, laying on my bed, staring at the ceiling a lot. Um, and... You know, when we started this, I, I had no idea if, if this would last, you know, a, a month or a week. Um, and, you know, I think what it's just been a very rewarding year that things have been, you know, we are allowed to do, you know, this is uh, how can I phrase this? This is the best place I've ever worked by far. Obviously, like we, we all own it. So it's just a really cool situation. And I'm, you know, just amazed that we have, you know, X number of people who want to pay us money to, to read you. And we hope that we will continue to, uh, to earn your subscription dollars. And we hope that we will continue to get better as a website in various ways. Dave, uh, do you agree? <laughs> also, Dave, I wanted to say, um, as the guitarist on staff, does it annoy you that Dan looks more like a guitarist <laughs> than you do? Got the almost famous. Look oh, on. oh, hold Brett, on. Well, 
I'm going to interrupt you again. So, <laughs> so this 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 morning, uh, my wife is a school teacher and she teaches in uh, North Philly, and her students t- today told uh, her that I look like Triple H. Oh, um, wow. which is a new one. I would say that's like a little lower than like before. I've got like Brad Pitt. That's uh, good. Thor, uh, which is also, also very flattering, damn good, and White Jesus, which might be the most flattering wow. of all. Wow. Um, so, like, uh, Triple H is fine. My wife was very happy to be Stephanie McMahon. I think that's well, and I would second everything Dan said, including his com- comparison to Triple H. But uh, I have had. I'm a very lucky man, and this this year has made me feel incredibly lucky. My journalism career started delivering the Washington Post uh, in the 70s. I, I still have my Nixon resigns. And then uh, I thought my it would be, the bookend would be Deadspin resigns, from Nixon resigns to Deadspin resigns. And then this came up and it's been an incredible year. I get to work with, I get to hang out. I'm kind of just the, the mascot of this place, but, but you're uh, amazing uh, people to work for and, and to, to be with. We work for? We yeah. all work for each other. <laughs> exactly. kind of nice. But if you fuck up, you're out. <laughs> well, it's been a great year, yeah. and we're going to have another great year. But I think that's it. I think I think we get to go and party now. Okay. All right, should we go party? I guess we should go party. I guess we should also tell people party that Defector.com. Uh, dot, dot you should com. subscribe to Defector.com and, and keep us gamefully employed. And really, it's not just about jobs. It's so that we can keep doing the writing that we love. That's frankly shit that I loved to read. It was why I was drawn to all you guys in the first place. I loved reading you. And I feel like I feel like it's an equal relationship. Like you the people who have subscribed to us have, have enjoyed our work as much as we as we have enjoyed giving it to them. And that sounds very Monty Burns, but I swear to God it feels like an equal dynamic. And I just feel so grateful that we have that dynamic there and uh, And I I look forward to keep Keeping on doing this. Yeah, same, man. I, keep, I look forward to doing this a year from now and accidentally calling us dead spin like three times <laughs> and <laughs> really <laughs> fucking up, and that would be great. So we'll see you all next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.